Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peace, bless, love. Give thanks to that man above. You're now rocking with Mr. Uncommon. What's up? What's going on, man? It's the Fresh Prince himself. Is he finesse? Hey, yo, you heard. You already know. The one and only J Confident. Remember, y'all. Don't lose sight. Always continue building your experience and watch all the real estate create generational wealth. Mm. Let's go! <laughs> ah, 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 ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Be back yeah. with another yes. one. Another one, y'all. I like how you just incorporated that. I mean, I'm trying to. You know, I, I, I try to. I try <laughs> that was good. You know that was good. I, I try to do something special for everybody that we yeah, know. That was good, though. <laughs> Anyways, that was good, good, y'all. That was good. Yo, before we get into anything, though, y'all, please... We love the support. We love everything you give us. So please just share, like, and subscribe. Also, catch us on Off Experience Pod on Instagram and also on TikTok, 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 TikTok. We on there too, y'all. Don't forget. Yep, y'all bump it up. Let's go. <laughs> All platforms. All platforms. All platforms. So listen. Okay, so to this episode here, man. Woo. Okay. It's gonna be. <laughs> don't, don't get them too high. Don't get me too high. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't want to oversell. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, this We're, is a good one. Though. No, no, this is definitely a good one, man. It's gonna be a good one because, man, listen, I and I even hit him up on the side, bro. Like, from what I know about this man right here, man, like a beast. Yes, yeah. this is this is <laughs> a renaissance man right here for real. Yeah. <laughs> listen, bro, survivor, bro, like. Come you know on, what I'm man. saying? Like, survivor, fucking king, bro. Like, listen, bro, stand-up guy, man. Like, just all of the above, bro, because, man, this man's story, whoa. I mean, yeah, hang I on a lot. This is to continue off that. I get hairs right now. My hairs are standing up right now. This is why even... This is the guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy. <laughs> this is the guy, y'all. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling y'all, man. This is... He's gonna really, we're going to let y'all... We're going to let him introduce himself. Go ahead. Yeah, so my name is John Rios, um, real estate broker. Talking to Mike. Real estate broker, New York and Connecticut. I run a team here in New York and Connecticut. I'm also a business consultant, strategist. I'm also mm. the COO of This Group Inc., This Group Media. And pretty much it. Cha-cha. Y'all drop a bomb for that one. I was like, damn, when he's going to stop? I was like, yeah, the delicious keeps going, right? Oh, yeah, man. I was waiting for the rest of it. Like, whoa, what? I got to drop another one on that one. Sheesh. Oh, That's shit. what's up, man. That's what's up. Thanks for, ha- thanks for coming, man. I really do appreciate you coming here, John. For real, man. I yes. appreciate y'all having me, man. I, 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 you know what I mean? I, I, I like to see I like to see grassroots shit. You know what I'm saying? I like mm. to see things start from the bottom. You know, those are the, mm-hmm. those are the like, like the coaching and consulting people I work with, I work with entrepreneurs that are like from vision inception to seeing their shit, my bad. No, you know, seeing it actually come, come to life, you know what I'm saying? So I like to see when when y'all are when y'all are out of here and y'all doing major things, I'm gonna be like, yo, I was there. I was yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> I was there at the beginning. That's when your mouth got ears, bro. Yeah. So, I want to start back from before we get into your business. Before thing, like, I want to go back mm-hmm. to history, man. Like, as a kid, young, coming up, maybe from the Bronx, right? Mean streets of the Bronx, right? The concrete jungle, <laughs> yeah, as facts. they say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, tell us a little bit of how of growing up, 
Well, it's funny you said that first, where you said, like, um, before we get into the business, I always tell people all the time, like, like I do, like, on my pod, you know what I'm saying? I don't ask people what you do, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Who are you? So many times, like, we identify ourselves as what we do. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm a firefighter. <laughs> yeah, right. That's not true. That's not you, though. Who you are? That's what yeah. you do when you clock in. Like that's not you. You know what I'm saying? Facts. So, um, yeah, no, I grew up in the Bronx my whole life. Um, moved around a little bit, and um, you know, regular, regular Bronx shit. Was into sports outside. Shit you don't see anymore. <laughs> I mean, that's so true. <laughs> Manhood. You know, if it was if it was winter, we were playing football in the street, sewer to sewer. Those were the touchdown Facts. markers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it was springtime, we was playing baseball in the park. We was playing wiffle ball. You know, like real old school Bronx, New York shit. That's a that fact. I wish we still had today. Because if we did, I, I don't think that you know a lot of these kids would be into the things that they into. But you know that that's pretty much. Um, you know, my background came up in the Bronx and um, eventually moved to Yonkers at some point later on in, like, high school. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, so it was my Okay, so you, oh, you, so you was here in the Bronx until high school and then you moved out of the Bronx? Yeah, yeah, moved out of the Bronx <coughs> and um, got into some trouble. As yeah, always, like that. Got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> As always, with us <laughs> 90s, but 80s babies, <laughs> man. Yeah, got into some trouble. I had a hard time staying in high school. Mm. Start with that. Different high schools. Mm, um, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, he was a traveler. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying shit out. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's a good way of putting it. Though. I like that. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's a good shit one. Out. But um, yeah, went to a few different high schools, got into some trouble, and my my parents we had we had family that moved to Yonkers, and it's so funny, man, because back then, like, like we used to think about Yonkers, like. Like Beverly Hills. The only thing you knew uh, was like you rode the 20 bus to Cross County and that and was that's a big it. deal. Like Drop the <laughs> yo. Hell yeah, you got that shit on Bedford? Yeah, yeah. What? We used to ride the 20 up there. So it was like Yonkers was like, well, we're moving on up. Uh, <laughs> so we had we had some family out there and um, you know, they was like, yo, it's sweet out here, whatever. So we moved to Yonkers and it was like Nothing to me. I was like, this shit is whack. <laughs> still, I'll get out of school and go back to the hood. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's, that's what that was, man. Nah, that's wild. I relate to it. I, honestly, it brings me back memories, yeah, me bro, too. because, dude, like, every time I go to Cross County, I take the 20 there, bro, yeah. just take all that, just go chill over there. And it felt just like that. Leaving from, from the block? Yeah. Totally different. What? Yeah, just to go to Cross it County. Was a, it was such a culture shock. For me, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, at, at the time that I was going to schools in the Bronx, it was probably, like, the most dangerous time for high schools mm. in the Bronx. Yeah, I'm talking about, like, I just was talking about this on somebody's pod, like, a couple days ago. Like, yo, we had gang shit. Facts. The high schools had beef with each other. Oh, <laughs> talk that shit, son. People's blocks had beef with each other. Facts. Sports beef. Yo. Even football beef. They come from different nah, blocks. Yeah. 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 So it was like, you know, at that time, bro, like, 
every day was a war zone. Like yeah. you going outside, like you you bound to get it popping somewhere somehow. Going to the bodega, going to school. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when I when I went to you know, I went to Evander, I went to Clinton. I went Evander to some, was crazy, I went bro. to some wild schools. So when I went to to school in Yonkers, <laughs> bro. It was like some Saved by the Bell shit. <laughs> 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 yeah, I always wanted to go to one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, shit. Had, like, like, yeah. like, like, you had, like, the sports jock. Yo, shout out to my man, Jerry. That was my man, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, the dude that, like, he played ball, and he was, like, the jock that everybody knew. Yeah. And he had the kid with the good hair. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, it was wild, because I was just, like, slumped, like, leaned up on the lockers, walking in a hole, dumb high. Yeah. <laughs> they had the, they had the lockers <laughs> outside the hallway. They can really tell, like, yeah. I stood out like a sore dumb They can really tell, like, yeah, bro, look at the city boy. This ball's going yeah, right? <laughs> Shit was different, bro. They had the lockers outside the hallways and stuff, like. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was, but I needed that. I needed that. Yeah. I needed that. But that was when you was in high school, right? I yeah, mean. it was, that was, that was junior, junior year. I mean, even right now, as an adult, to be honest with you, because I, 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 I deliver Amazon sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. Going up there now, it amazes me. Because yeah. even because I, I grew up in the Bronx, like the Bronx is like that's my home. Yeah, yeah. So when I go up there, I see all these different houses. There was even one house that is like literally in the middle of a block, and it's just a full circle. Like four different entrances. That shit amazed me. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" Like, I only see things like this in the movies. But you need mm-hmm. that though. And yeah, and that's why I tell people all the time, like, "Yo, it, it exposure is priceless." Like, you, Facts. Mm-hmm. you I don't realize how how important just being exposed to shit, seeing different things. Yeah. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful that it you know turned out the way it did. Because if we just stayed in the Bronx, like, no telling what it would be. I would have. I would have went. Even though I was still wilding when we moved to Yonkers, but I would have won a whole nother route. It, 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 it yeah, shows you a different side of things. Like you'll see that it's not only this. You, it might yeah. change your perspective to be like, I, I might want that. I, I want that. Let me work over here towards to get yeah. that at some point. You know what I mean? Because in the beginning, like I was like mad, like like resentful. So I would be like, "Fuck this shit." So like I get out, <laughs> of, school, I get out of school, and like I was still take the bus back to the block. Back to the block. And I would be out there like, nah, fuck that Yankee shit. I ain't right <laughs> and after a while, I'm like, yo, this shit is tiring, though. Like, I want to keep trying. going back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah, yeah. I don't want to keep doing this to go back to the block. Then at the end of the night, you know, they going back to their building. Yeah, I travel right back. I'm hopping on two buses to get, I was like, nah. So had to adapt and started mm-hmm. Started hanging out with different people. You know what I'm saying? People that prior to that, I probably would have never fucked with. I'd probably been mm. like, nah, that's, that's a sucker. I ain't, I ain't gotcha. fucking with them. Yeah. And I ended up being like, oh, this dude's actually cool. Like, he's, he's weird, but he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and started started changing up, you know what I mean? My perspective, my perspective on things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and that's the dope part about that, man. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's not, we, not, we shouldn't always be like bubbled into <laughs> our. Our surroundings only, like be be open to exploring different things. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, going back to what um you said with the exposure and all that, right? Like I, when I'm driving around with my kids and all that, I'll I'll purposely be around those places and I'll be like, that house is fire, that's dope, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look at that, right? Yeah, it takes hard work, gotta get that. You look at this one, oh, it's dope. So you go through a whole community, like, house, boom, boom, they just amazed, like wow, wow, wow. 
this this you you it, it's not hard to obtain. Mm-hmm. You just gotta go get get to it, get it. Because I even have my my I have a fourteen year old son that lives up in Newburgh. Okay. So you know, it's a two hour drive from yeah. here. Um, I go drop him off sometimes, and I take my youngest with me. So every time we go up there, he sees the cows, the horses, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yo, daddy, you know when I get a house, we gotta get a cow. <laughs> I don't want a dog. I don't want a dog." Yeah. He says, "I want a bunch of rabbits. I want a goat, a llama. We can get a a horse. I want a nice." Nice horse. Yeah. I'm like, yo, all right, puppy, let's put it out there. <laughs> let's keep throwing it out there. We're going to be living mm-hmm. right down this road right here. Yeah. And that's what I tell him. As, as long as we manifest it, that'll be good. We, we'll get it. Yeah. That just, by, just by that alone, just by you you going up to Yonkers and seeing all those houses, that that, did that really, like, create the humbleness in you? Or was it just because um, you was just tired of traveling back and forth? <laughs> nah, nah. It just, um, you know, to keep it real, like I met some really dope people when I when I came to Yonkers, and there was some hood, there was some hood niggas too that I ran into up in Yonkers. So you know, like you gravitate, you yeah. gravitate towards. But there's some hoods in Yonkers. Yeah, that's like, some hoods. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's, there some, there's some gritty. There's some spots in Yonkers. They, they give it up. Facts. Facts. Real, real. I know that. But um, you know, I ran into some people out there that I vibed with, but I also ran into some people that were polar opposite of what I was used to. Mm-hmm. And that's probably like when I first started to become open to like, because cause in the Bronx, like, you got to be hard 24-7, especially Facts. in that era. Yeah. That shit Facts. was like any sign of like weakness or vulnerability was like Get it tested. You felt like somebody was going to play you. Somebody was going to try you. And you couldn't do that, and you couldn't let people in type shit. Mm-hmm. So going up there, man, like I, I had a really dope Chinese friend. I had a really dope um, Irish friend. I still, still, that's my brother to this day. Look at so that. I had some people that at first I was leery about, but then you start seeing like, oh, they really they're good nice people. people. They're good <laughs> people, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. After a while, like. <laughs> You don't want nothing from me, like. <laughs> 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 yeah. Like, I was gonna ask that right now. Sorry, because I was gonna say that right now. Like, you don't want nothing from me. It's like when you in the hood and all that shit. It's like you really gotta keep your shit. Your, your guards up. Like, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And then when up you to over something. there, you like. <laughs> you you look. They do something funny. Like, whoa, whoa. Like, you trying to? Because you think it is. Because that's what we accustomed to. It's like a fucked up mindset at that point, right? Like, just because you whatever you around, but. Nah, that's crazy how you <laughs> look at it like, yo, you don't want that from me, bro? Like, I mean, you sure? Wow, that's crazy how everyone ever told you like that. You don't want that from me? Like, <laughs> I mean, uh, because they, you know, like, people start inviting me to their cribs and shit. Barbecue. And, and you know, I, moved, I had some friends who were like, their their families were wealthy. Mm. You know, so, mm. so it was uncommon to, like, make me feel uncomfortable. Mm. So that's yeah, <laughs> and I still be tripping off that, and then I'd be like, after a while, it was like, chill, like, ease up, ease up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's dope, man. So, so, so through your high school, so high school, you spend it all junior, uh, uh, senior, you spend it in Yonkers. Yeah, so actually, actually, um, junior and senior year, so I got into some real, like, 
some real shit in the Bronx before I left the Bronx. That's mm-hmm. why I ended up. Oh, that's where you left and got you. Yeah, I got into some real violent, uh, uh, bad situations. Say that, yeah. and um, and I was out like physically, like hurt for a while. So I missed like half a year of school, mm-hmm. and then like because of my track record in so many schools, because I started in in a Catholic high school, believe it or not, right here, Mount Saint Michael's. That's where I Michael's. started, and um, because of that, the the city board of ed was like, "Yo, he got to go to Job Corps." Like, uh-huh. they wasn't even trying to let me go. Yeah, to that yeah. <laughs> and that was big back then too. Like, well, they would yeah. they would they would throw just kids there just to go to Job Corps. Like Do they even have that now? No, I don't know what. Ah, that's yeah, I never crazy, even heard right? of that, bro. Nah, I, know, so I, know, know, I don't think. Nah, they never heard. I literally was gonna ask him, "Yo, do you know what that is?" Nah, cause usually, yeah, cause like usually, like when a kid is like that, he would just drop out. Like he's just like, no, they got like, GD, right? Yeah. During that time, as we got older and we got like older, older, they created like a soul bro type of program. Yeah, they had a bunch of them. They had yeah. a, they had one that was like <laughs> one for the Navy. I forget what the fuck that one was. Oh, yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, too. They, had, they had a the couple. The TOC, what I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All that shit. Yeah, that's man. crazy. Like, yo. But you know what? Though? Not for nothing, though. Like, I mean, was that a good thing before think, to have that? I, like? think, I think it was. I think it was. It just wasn't set up right. Or, pro- I want you. I mean? or promoted the right way. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think a lot of. Remember, I remember a lot of kids didn't really want to stay in school when we were growing up. They didn't want to go to Job Corps either. Like. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but it was different, though, because uh, Job Corps would consist of some uh, uh, activity that you would do. But the, but that I think that was that showed the the, the kids like more structure if, if anything going through there right with and the the job, it, it was definitely more like geared to uh, it was prepare. definitely more geared to preparing you yeah. for the real life than school was yeah. well, right okay right right but but it was also like it just wasn't set up properly because you had all the delinquents in there mm-hmm. true. Oh, so it's like, yeah, the yeah they're not taking it serious. Yeah, like they just, they just fucking around. There's ten dudes that got kicked out of the school. Which <laughs> <is> like, <laughs> right, now, now you put us all in one room. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. may have. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Over here, that's with they feet up doing, doing. That's <laughs> true. So I, I, I guess that's why they didn't survive. I, I can see why you're saying that. Like, it is true. Like, it's all fucked up kids. God forgive me, but it's just true. Like, it's all fucked up kids. Yeah, that's how I mean. Like even like when they had the the, the truancy program, truancy. Where, where, where the cops Yo, were running around man. bagging you in, in paddy wagons, taking and you out, <laughs> taking you out the buses. Yo, he's taking back the memory lane, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like you were running like like you was a you know what I mean? Like you was a dope dealer, like running from the narcs, like. Just because you were cutting class. Cutting niggas. <laughs> <laughs> give me your ID, sir. Yeah. Give me your ID. Yo, it's true, yeah, sir. Dude. You got to show your ID and your program, and then... That's uh, crazy. You, yeah. yeah, that's... Yo, bro. Wow, bro. <laughs> right, yo, Holy right, shit. Right. That shit just broke tears. Wow. Then they that. bring you... They would, they, I, they would take you to Kennedy... They would, they would, they would wrap you up in the paddy wagon, and they, would, they wouldn't take you until the whole shit was full. So you, uh, so, yo. so, you so you would be, so you be, in, you be in the paddy wagon while they were snatching. Like, like yo, they that's crazy. Like, the, like, yo, what school you from? Yo, no, they just scooped me up. So I got go. Yo, that's true, bro. And the paddy wagon was full, and they would take you to Kennedy, 
And then you go to Kennedy and like sit in his truancy bullshit. <laughs> and then they would be dead you and be like, all right, go home. Go home. You know, Metro card, no, no. Like, yo, how the fuck am I supposed to get home from here, bro? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, it's all the way to the other side, bro. Like, yeah. how the fuck am I going to the other exactly. side? Exactly. That's crazy. <laughs> no, but you ain't lying, bro. Like, that shit was really like that, bro. And Yo, we was running marathons, though, bro. Like, yeah. when they were chasing you, yeah. and they would chase you, though. Bro, the thing like, was, like, like my when I when I came, when I went to, to Clinton, um, that was my first experience where the school lets you go outside mm. for lunch. That's yep. where they fucked up. Like, that mm. was, like, the dumbest shit they ever yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how the, the fuck you gonna tell a nigga to come back? Exactly. <laughs> 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 Smoking and shit, like, <laughs> yeah, out of here, bro. I be like, that nigga going home. Like fourth period? Come back. <laughs> and, and my, yo, my hood was directly across the street. I lived on Marshall Loop Parkway. Right? Oh, wow. Literally, when you come up that trail on, um, across the street from Clinton, yeah. yeah. That, that street right there, that's my block. Oh, okay. My oh. whole hood out there, they sit on the <laughs> bench. They let me off for lunch, yo. Yeah. I tell you. <laughs> Kind of makes you like an outcast. So, you know, like I used to do shit like take out my (laughs) you know, put that shit in my book bag and throw on, you didn't want to be seen like that. But, you know, my parents knew what they were doing. They were trying to give us something better than everybody else. And, you know, shout out to them because, yo, Ma, there was nothing you could have did, bro. Yeah, yeah. It was me. It was me. It was nothing. And it's crazy you say that, right? Like, just. What can you do? Like as much as you wanted to do something, yeah. Like in, in your face, I'm something, and behind your back, you have to do something different. Like, oh, nah, her face. I was that. Oh, you was that too? Oh, you was a rebel, bro. Like, I was a wild boy. Nah, because the thing was, like, I was always mad small. Yeah. Like, okay. Super. Oh, you short. had that complex. Nah, I didn't have a complex. Niggas just want to fuck with me. Uh, gotcha. Got so gotcha. I was just like, yo. We gonna get it popping every day. That's yeah. fine by me. Like mm-hmm. whether I take an L or not, you not gonna mm-hmm. play with me. Right. So I come home, black eye, glasses <laughs> broke. My mom be like, "What happened?" Yo, it was fighting, bro. bro. I used to run through glasses. Yo, my mom. That's the one. My, my mom used to be like, "Yo." At some point, I'm tired of that shit. Like, Yo, just take the no <laughs> before you start fighting. <laughs> 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 Yo, shout out to you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
dice, ya me está gastando dinero. Y ya, quítatelo, porque imagínate. Yo, yo, funny shit with that. I didn't even go hold you, yo. Funny shit, my pops is wild. So, my pops went and bought, you, you remember the, you remember the Horace Grant? The goggles? Yeah. 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 First of all, them shits, the, first of all, them shits like big ass goggles yeah, too. Yeah. And then if a nigga punch you, that shit probably gonna hurt them more than it hurts you. <laughs> like, them shits is mad all, bulky too. Well, I was trying to tell him, I was like, yo, are y'all more concerned about having to replace my glasses <laughs> or me <laughs> getting some shit in the street? Because this shit gonna Seriously. make it worse. Like, yeah. this shit gonna, no, I'm not wearing these shits. And he was, yo, you know, my pops was aggressive. So, with him, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna rock these. <laughs> I walk out the crib, pop yes, my down, and I'm putting my shits back on regular. I'm like, nah, I'm not wearing that. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely would have been way worse for yeah, you. For worse, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like the, if, they, if they picked on you with the glasses, oh, man. I'm just being sure. But, but, it was, right. but it was like, that's the thing, though. That like It wasn't like that, that they like picked on me. That was just the culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you feel like taking advantage of you just because they thought every, you smoked? Everybody, that's everybody. Yo, mm-hmm. if you came outside with the wrong thing on, you was getting cooked. That is true. You know that saying? is true. Like that was the era of bootleg clothes. That, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Twenty eight street, bro. Where your Timberland sign. Whoa. Yo, even came down to the Tims, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> to your boots. Let me see your boots, my nigga. See if they real. Because, yo, on the block, they got them for I, cheap. I, yeah, I got, I, I got <laughs> a confession, bro. Fuck it. We in the pod. I got a confession, bro. Let's go viral, B. That shit that he's saying right there, I did that shit to like two shirts. I ain't going to hold you, bro. We from the hood, bro. Like, yo, we used to go to the stores. We used to go to the stores, pop the tags off, like the tag. And try to like sew it on and that shit, but you ain't even got, you ain't even got the polo sign in the front. <laughs> but you got a polo shirt. Yeah, I was I was doing yeah, the most. Doing I did the most. I did the most. I did the most. I ain't gonna hold you, bro. He's about sewing them on. I did, bro. I did, bro. Nigga was sweating the sweatshop. He a wild dude. I did. I did. I did. Super wild. I did, bro. We we just wore the fake shit and dumped it. I did, yo. That was crazy, bro. But when you're a kid, bro, you know what you know what that is though? That's the that's um the the peer pressure. Not peer pressure, but it's like the, the influence around you. Yeah. You see people like you, like, damn, I, I can't get it, right? But how can I obtain that? Yeah. Let me do something else over here. Follow me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But listen, that that's what we see, that's what we want to emulate. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, that's crazy. But hey, it was all good though. But I, did, I was a kid. But but even with your cause, you know, mentioning your parents, like them the billion who they are, what they what type of clothes were they buying you? The Paco jeans and all that. Nah, stuff. my my mom my mom like you know, the good thing about being in Catholic school, I'm not gonna hold you. The good thing about that was I didn't get caught up in the name brand shit like everybody yeah. else in the hood. Cause yeah, they clowned me, but I wore a uniform every day. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like that, shit, like yeah. that joke been burnt out. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
I only wore like you know dress down clothes on the oh, weekends. Okay. okay. So I didn't really, you know, you cherished when 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 you was broke. Mm-hmm. You cherished Valley like yeah. like if you got one real joint. You're going to take care of that motherfucker. Yeah, for real. That's the reason why I mentioned it, because when I was younger, my mom's and my dad was like that. If I had that one good shirt that I got from 3rd Avenue and 149th yeah. Street, I'm going to wear that shit for like two months. Yeah. Straight? <laughs> nah, not straight. <laughs> but it's going to be a good shirt when I go out. And then I wear white tees here and there, here and there, here and there. And it's there. funny, right? Because like when, when Old Navy came out, right? Mm. Excuse me. Old Navy came out. Old Navy had like a little run yeah, where it did. was fire, where everybody fucked with. They did, and cheap too. And then out of nowhere, the shit just boom. <laughs> 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 the hood, it was like, oh, you wearing Old Navy? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, and I was sick. I was sick because the shit was so cheap. Facts. That when it was popping, that was when was, my mom used yeah, to go crazy. She right like, though. Yo, get whatever you want. I was stocked up. Then out of nowhere, the shit wasn't popping no more. Yeah, then you just looking in, bro. Then you just looking in your closet, like. It said like, oh, like I couldn't even hide it. it. Was like old navy, like. Right <laughs> nah. <the front>. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, damn. You got the son. little pa- the little patch on the back says old yeah, navy on that shit. Yeah, when you yeah, hide that you shit, can't I, do was, nothing. I was sick because then like when she tried to like bring that up, like, yo, you gonna go to old navy? I'm like, no. So now I'm like. Looking through all the shirts for the ones that don't oh, say nothing on yo. it, like no graphic. The plain Jane ones. And she'd be like, yeah. "What do you think about this one?" I'm like, "Nah." <laughs> yeah. But you're like, "Damn, that shit is kind of fire." <laughs> yo, but no, listen. There was one thing about when it came with to Old Navy when you said it was fire, then it started went down. After that, it was like, "All right, you was able to wait, Gap, yeah. right?" Because Gap yeah. was, you know, obviously there's three the three brands, yeah, right? Yeah. The Old Navy, Gap, and Banana Republic, right? Banana Republic, balling. Yeah. Was boiling. That was the baptism shit. That was our Burberry. The baby showers. That was our Burberry for the baby shower. Yeah. That was a special that occasion was, shit. That was the Easter <laughs> shit. The Easter <laughs> shit. Oh, <laughs> American Eagle. Word. American Eagle no, started becoming the fucking Easter nah, shit. But it, that, now it is. Now it becomes that. Uh, Sheen's the new shit now. Like with Sheen and. Yeah, all that fast fashion shit. Why not? Shit. So right, so 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 yeah, so like you, you finish school, you uh, you you say let's talk about after you finish school. You finish school and what you like you got a job, moved out to home. Like what's what's what, what was your adulthood like? Like um, I moved out early. I moved mm-hmm. out. I moved out actually while I was still in high school. Right, really? Yeah, I did some real fuck shit. Um, ran away? <laughs> no, I didn't run away, but um, I had a really good job super young like mm. when i was so like my whole family is in healthcare. okay everybody everybody got a hospital job so when i got probably like before i even graduated my mom was always like yo like bus driver garbage man like just trying to get me into something stable you know what i mean and the hospital was like yo we're gonna get your hospital bill i'm like all right they had got me in, and, like, you needed a high school diploma, but, like, they had pulled some strings. They had knew some people, and it was like, yo, you get your diploma. You got to bring that to us, but we're going to bring you on. So I had a good job, like, super early. Um, you know, I was making, like, 40, 50, 40, 45,000. At that time, too. You know, at sure. that time, that was a lot of money, mm-hmm. you know. So um, one time, my parents were on vacation, and I had a one of my mans, he – 
was also like young and working early, and he had a two bedroom apartment. He was like, "Yo, you want to come over here and like split the rent, whatever?" Mm-hmm. And at that time, I used to like not fuck with my pops at all. I yeah, had a really bad relationship, and I knew my mom was gonna be heartbroken if I did it any other way. Even though the way I did it was fucked up, but they went on vacation and mm-hmm. the day they went to the airport, I was like, "That time off quick." Yeah, and she came back home. It was some real dumb shit. I feel bad even saying it, but it is what it is. She came back home. She was she called me and was like, "Yo, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Like, where your stuff at?" I was like, "Oh, you know, found an apartment. I moved." <laughs> hey, <laughs> damn. I mean, yeah, it happens. But I mean, that, that young though, like that. What yeah. what what made you like? You, you, did you feel like you was ready to 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 oh, move out of there, I, or you thought it, it was it was a mixture of both? Mm. My ego was on a mm. thousand at that time. Good job. Good job. You getting a couple dollars in the street too, mm. um, and um, and I just hated my pops, like hated my pops. So at that time, I had already like not been talking to my pops for a little while. Yeah, and um, like. The environment was just so toxic and so like traumatic that I was always like, "Yo, I'm gonna get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, yo, just get the fuck out of here. I can't wait. Like, I'm done with my thing." And you know, if my man didn't like give me that opportunity, maybe it wouldn't have happened till later on. Right. But in hindsight, it was the dumbest shit I ever did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we young. We don't even know what the fuck we think about. Yeah, because even though I had money and I was making good money. I didn't know shit about right. managing money, mm-hmm. responsibility. Right. Like, yeah. I just took it like, yo, I'm oh. living. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Get just like, in the crib, yeah. that third. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's telling everybody, I got the crib, I got the crib. Open crib. You know, doing dumb shit. So yeah. in hindsight, it, it actually made shit worse for me because, you know, from then it was like, yo, I'm, I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm out on my mm-hmm. own now. So it was a couple of you know times where you know, I moved out of there. I was living in real weird places here mm. and there. You know what I'm saying? And um, just bounced around a lot. You know, I lived in North Carolina for a little while, but um, you know, for the most part, bro, it was it was all ego. Like I could do this shit. I'm the man. And also, like mm. my environment and crib, I had to get up out of there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I. So it's relatable though. I, I relate to that, but the situation was more because my parents split, and mm. I said, you know what? If I can't be with both of them, I ain't gonna be with either. Yeah. So with that in my head, mm. I said, fuck that, I'm out of here. Yeah. But I think to myself that was the dumbest shit I ever did because, yeah. like, four or five years later, I was asked out. Like I was yeah. fucked up. I didn't know where to go. I ended up back in my mother's house mm-hmm. for like a whole year, racked up my bread, then I left again. Yeah. But then I, I I understand what you meant by like you know. I, I getting out of there, fuck that, I want to deal with this shit, I could do this shit myself, that's the same f- way I felt, like, I don't, I want to live with nobody, no, none of my parents, I'm yeah. going to go out there, I'm going to do this shit, I'm going to handle it, and next thing you know, boom, reality hit me, yeah. and I was like, fuck. Yeah. I mean, right. shit, we young, we, we used to be sheltered, bro, f- through our parents and all that, like, there's no, <laughs> there's no way out of that shit, bro, like, but e- but e- e- even now, um, it was a good segue to when you was saying that, you know, your relationship with your pops and all that shit, because there's like, you know, I've seen you in, on, on other platforms where you, sp- you spoke about your, your whole relationship with your pops and everything, man. And you're saying you, it wasn't a good one. Um, you know, I know you had told me before, like, you didn't speak to him for years. You would see him walking through 
and you would not say nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, how was that going through that, right? And then I want to get into from that to like the healing part too, because I also want to know a lot about about that part, man. Like, tough. Yeah, I mean, um, so you know, the thing about parenting, especially now that I know what I'm saying as a parent, you know, my son is 21, and um, bless him. Bless him. And you know. 21 and never been in no trouble, never did shit, never lost no money. Um, my man went to work, he went to school, he got his MBA, he's about to graduate college. This is last semester, actually. And niggas ain't never put their hands on him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's That's good. It's like a, like a perspective of parenting, you know what I mean? But um, back, in the, back in the day, um, you know, my my father had a lot of like like abuse problems. You know what I'm saying? And um, and he 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 would he would he would drink a lot. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He would drink a lot and do whatever else shit he did. And um, he you know what I mean? He was he was abusive. You know what I'm saying? And and it was like you know. When you when you beat your kids, like to keep it real, the physical part only affects them a few times. Right, get immune to that. After that, they're desensitized. Mm-hmm. So you get your ass beat, you like whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and I didn't give a fuck. So it just made me more resentful and made me more rebellious because I was like whatever, and. You know what? What would happen a lot was my mom would. My dad was like, like the pit bull that be like, I'm like on a leash. Yeah, and she would unleash him, and then she couldn't restrain him again. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, you know, my pops used to wild out, and and I, you know, what I mean, I get my ass beat. For what, like dumb shit. Like, yeah, I was doing a lot of like a lot of stupid shit, but I was a kid. But it was sometimes he would whoop my ass. Oh, who left this thing? Who left this bag no reason, here? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it got to the point where I just start eating that shit, and every time I'm just like, "Fuck, did I eat this yet?" And after a while, it was just like, you know, like in my teenage years, it would be like, "All right, now, like." Like right. I'm gonna start testing you, bro. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You see and that? It, it and gets to that point. And um, and then I didn't care. I was like, "Yo, we gonna get it shaking." Like, what's up? Like, I don't care, bro. So, you know, it started to get really like hectic. And then, at that point, I felt like it was necessary for me to defend my mom. Like, nigga, I done took all your best shots already. You know yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. And you older now, too. You can actually, like, hold <laughs> <laughs> hold your own. Yeah. So I would, like, intervene on they shit. But then I, I learned real quickly that, you know, she's, she's, that's her shit to deal with. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, because right, Because no matter what, she could leave. You know what I mean? She could get a divorce. She could whatever. She hasn't. Yeah. And I learned that shit quick. I would stop getting involved in that, but then I just stopped fucking with him altogether. Wow, and um, wouldn't talk to him, 
nothing. Well, what, what, what age you was at this at this point? Probably like when I stopped talking to him, probably like 16, 17. Okay. And um, you know, I was I was always in the street, like even before doing illegal shit, I was in the street just fucking around, like you know, doing, shit, doing, yeah. doing stupid shit, like playing sports and all yeah. that, but like running around, like doing hooligan shit in the street. Yeah. So. There was a bodega on my on my on my block that my pops would always be at. You know, back, you know, all the old heads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bodega I, that used to be the hoods shit. too. Man. <laughs> they'd, they'd be in the back drinking, playing dominoes, gambling, whatever. <laughs> so that was like my dad's store. You know, so it would be like, you know, I'd be walking through there with a gang of my niggas and shit, and see my pops and my everybody knew my pops in my hood. Mm. So they see my pops and they'd be like, "Yo, friend, blah, blah. and I just. Keep walking, and my man's and them be like, "Yo, you know, nah." And it was the same. You know what I mean, holidays, whatever. I pull up. I say, "Hey, I see him." I'm mm. Oh, because at this time you was already living by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. And at that point, I really didn't give a yeah, shit. Right. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't owe you shit. Mm. That's a fact. You know, that's so true. I mean, even just how you started everything right now with the uh, parenting and seeing things on a different perspective, right? Um, as growing up, parental threats, is it healthy or stabilization of parenting? What do you mean? What, what kind of threat? Like the way that they, you see how you said your dad was the pit bull and your mom was just like, and she was like, let her, he'll just be like, why you do this? It wasn't even your fault that you even do that. And he'll still whip your ass regardless. Or he'll try to just throw a threat. Like, I'm going to whip your ass. Would you think that's better for a child's mental or just like, is it stabilization for the parent? Yo, I really think that I really think that when it comes to parenting, every single thing is unique. That's a fact. Every okay. single oh, yeah. situation. That's is a great unique. answer. Um, yeah. I think that there's no, no right, right or wrong. right or wrong way to do it. Now, obviously, beating the shit out of them is wrong. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but um, I don't think that there's like this cookie cutter way to like parent because every kid is different. Every parent mm-hmm. is different. You know, it's like I was telling you. You know, when we was talking yeah. today, I'm like, you know, you got to have empathy for your parents because they only parenting you to the extent <coughs> of what they know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if they were raised getting their ass beat, they're going to beat your ass. You know, yeah. that's what they know. So, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily think that there's a right or wrong way to do it, but I also think that you don't have to threaten them, but you have to let them know that there's consequences to the decisions or actions that they take. And that don't have to be violence. Right. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yo, this is the way to go. But if you go this way, this is what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? And let them choose. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're going to choose regardless. You can't get in here. You know what I'm saying? That's what it was for me. That's why I say it now, and I tell my mom and my pops now, like, it was nothing y'all could have did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was curious. I, 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 I like, I saw dope boys in the hood. I was like, I want to do that. I want to, what are you doing? What are you like? <laughs> That's not, yeah, yeah. nothing y'all could have did. You yeah. couldn't have took me to no after school program, nothing. Like, I knew what I wanted to and do. And they put you in Catholic school, so that was the start for them to they be like. Ch- <laughs> they did everything they could. Yeah. Dude. They yeah. did everything they could. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and. The dynamic between me and my pops, even that, that's not what 
led me to do and make the decisions I made. You know what I'm saying? You like, use that. You think you use that as an excuse? I did back then. I did back then, but that was just like a lack of accountability. Yeah, you know what I'm saying like, gotta be real with yourself. Like, um, my my anger, my resentment towards him had nothing to do with the conscious decisions that I made. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying he ain't tell me him beating my ass didn't say, "Yo, go go get a fucking brick of coke and like." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That was all you. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to travel. I wanted to do dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that ain't have nothing to do with him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me to blame that on him, nah, it didn't. That, that didn't have nothing to do with him. So. You know, because you, you, see, you see how you asked that, right? Like, about the parent and, and, and thre- the threats and all that. <coughs> He's my first, right? My first son, right? So, it's like. Going back to what you were saying with the whole parents, how they was raised, how they got they got disciplined on their parents, right? With 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 their parents, it was the same way I got disciplined. Wait, be my wires, fucking Korikan. They used to call it a Korikan, like yeah. with the cable shit, like that with hangers, metal ones, like going to shower, all that extra shit, bro. Like heavy shit. I would, I thought, right that. I would be able, I would do the same thing, you know, that it would work. That that, that was the method I would take, right? Yeah. Doing the same thing to him. And I'm, I didn't do all that, sorry. Like let me let me bring it back. Like, I didn't do all that nah, crazy yeah, yeah. shit to it because I'm not <laughs> thing. But we, I, I hit it with like physical discipline, yeah. right? With my hands or whatever shit is. And I I learned like that's not the way to do it. Yeah. Like everything should be different, it should be unique, right? It's not the way to do it. I don't have to do what my parents was doing to me. You know what I'm saying? Let me do it a different way. And I feel bad that it was my first nah, one that he had to go through it, right? But <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was but a little smacks here and there, though. Right, you know what I'm saying? But everybody else, no, nah, I didn't abuse them like that. Nah, That's nothing not crazy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but I felt even any physical thing is still, you know, it's still do something to take away something away. Like, yeah, you know what but, I'm saying? But you know what's the thing with that, though? Like, so my sister got her ass beat by my pops once. Yeah. One time. And it was bad, but it was once. Right. That shit fucked up forever. True. Okay. I see. Yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm. and and you know the the problem with with us as humans, man, is like we we always want to compare trauma. Like, oh, you got this now, but you got your ass beat by a fucking you know with a hammer. And, you know. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I just got hit with a hand, and yeah. oh, you got you got raped. That's crazy. Yo. Trauma is is directly proportioned mm-hmm. to the person that it's happening to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and you can't measure that. You can't say like this shit is worse than mine. Nah, mm-hmm. because what's crazy to you might not be crazy to me. Yeah, facts. Or vice versa. And I think that that's what happens is we try to like measure it and be like, oh well it was just one time. Oh it was just a it was just a smack. Yeah, 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 true. That's that true. That one time could fuck you up. True. Nah, yeah. You know? nah, nah, that's true. That's definitely true. Stains me. And, 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 this is, and this is why I mentioned this, right? Because it, it wasn't the best thing to do at all, right? Because like you said, it's just, just that little thing. Cause it could affect anybody. But I, that's what I thought I had to do yeah. to discipline and all that shit, right? So, you know, you, lo- you, you learn afterwards, man. You learn afterwards. But yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I just wanted to mention that. But and it's con- you continue on with your... Like, so... So, so your pops, so you walk by him, like, nothing, say nothing. Like, you said how long that lasted? 
a long time, bro. I would say maybe like eight, nine years, maybe longer. I don't even know. Because there's a lot of shit that like I just blocked out of my brain. Mm. But it was a very long time. And then even when, you know, even when we did, because my mom would always be begging, like, yo, like, talk to your pops. Like, yo, yo, we're going we gonna to go over here to Fifi's house for this. Like, yo, I don't know your pops. Yo. And by that time, like, the relationship was so damaged yeah. that by the time we did start talking, we didn't know each other. And there was mm. no way to, like, connect, connect yeah. and bond. So even then, it was like, I, and I don't even want to say I forgave him because I didn't forgive him. I st- I, f- I just forgave him a couple years ago. But yeah. when I, f- when I finally started like being amicable with him, it was like he was one of the homies. It was like, yo, what up? <laughs> no, like, you know, little fist bump, like. Yeah. It felt no, weird, no right? Hug, like no kiss, no, no. Mm. You know what I mean? No embracing or nothing. It, it was just. We good now. There's no more beef, mm. but this is who we are now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't get it twisted, B. Like, like my pops was a good father. Yeah. My pops came to. I played baseball heavy my whole life. He came to every baseball game. He would bring Gatorade for my whole team. Nice. <laughs> he, my pops took my whole hood. That's why everybody in my hood loved my pops. Mm. He took my whole hood to Yankee games. Nice. He was like one of the only parents at a time where like that he had a car. So in the summer, he would load up the car. <laughs> he take it to pool. Like, <laughs> he did wild good shit. It was the behind the scenes shit mm-hmm. that nobody saw. The, the Jekyll and Hyde syndrome that like once the alcohol, whoop, like you flip mm-hmm. that switch. Quick, quick key or two. And... That's the dude that I knew. Mm. So everybody be like, yo, your pops is lit. Like, word. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And like, you know, in the beginning, you don't even feel comfortable because you're so worried about maintaining their reputation. So you don't even like say nothing. You be like, yeah, yeah, he cool. Yeah. You know and what I'm I saying? was going to ask you too, just by like you being the sword and shield for you and your sister. Like, has any of your friends even asked like, yo, Nah, because it, because because the way he put that facade out there. But not just that. Again, like not to compare trauma, but there were there were dudes in my building on my block whose fathers was worse. Really, mm-hmm. I'm talking about like one friend in particular. Like he his pops had bread, so he had the big ass box flat screen TV, mm. and we used to go to his crib for all the Royal Rumbles and like all <laughs> that. And his pops used to be fucking his moms up in the other room while we was all there. You know what I'm saying? So, so the environment in the hood is like you constantly looking at what's around you to mm-hmm. see who got it better. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, nigga, we all had it. Yeah, it's all up, fucked you know up. What I'm yeah, like yeah. one way or another. Like you might have had more money, but your father was a drug addict. You might have had. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like it was always. <laughs> We all live in the same place, yeah, right? Yeah, like same yeah, building. Yeah, you got the lady on the first floor who could turn food stamps into cash. You know, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so being that, like, you kept that in for so long, like, and um, like, when did you actually want to come out about it? And be I never like, wanted to come out about it. Mm-hmm. I never wanted really? to come out about it. That's um, tough. 
how did you go about that? They're like because, yeah. because I felt like again that's that that's that toxic masculinity yeah. shit. Yeah. Where talking about your emotions is gay and that's yeah, you soft. You can't be vulnerable. And you know how to make it seem like shit was all good. You good. You strong. You you know what I mean. You you been through mm-hmm. so much shit that it's like nah that you wouldn't even trip off that. I never, I never talked about it. I actually didn't talk about it um, openly until like four or five years ago. Mm. Like I'm, I'm just turned forty, so that's my whole life. I didn't, yeah. You know, and it was also because um, what I started to realize, especially as I became an adult, um, I realized that. A lot of the parents of that generation was all about image, like mm. the image that the public saw, the image mm-hmm. of your family, you know, amongst the family. Like, don't tell Tia what yeah. happened. <laughs> Yo, we going to Papi, we going to Papito's house, and listen, when we get there, you know, it was like a whole reverse <laughs> thing. Like, <laughs> Yo, you know, yeah, right. don't say this and don't say that and don't. Don't you dare, whatever. Right. So straight up orchestrated. So that shit kind of <laughs> like stay with you, where like you know you kind of became accustomed to to not only doing damage control to like save their reputation, but lying becomes second nature mm-hmm. to you. And I feel like if I keep it real with you, bro. Um. Teaching your kids to lie Word. is probably one of the most damaging things that you could do. <laughs> I want you to pay attention to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Definitely pay attention to that, though, because like, that's fucking important right there. Never, never mind, you know, physically hurting them. Teaching your kids to lie because, bro, by the time I'm 17, 18 years old, I'm lying about everything mm-hmm. and to everyone. So that's why it was like, Living a double life, like working a full time job, and and then at night hitting the streets and lying, at, like mm-hmm. yeah. that shit was nothing to me, and I yeah. did it well. Yeah, that's <laughs> normal. That was yeah, normal, the norm. Know, in, in my job, everybody like, yo, John, good guy. And I would clock out, and I was putting in uh, work. A whole different person. <laughs> yo, I was like, hide came out. I was in the field. You know what I'm saying? So. That shit came from my childhood. Lie yeah. about everything. Mm. I had a little black eye, had a little whatever. Yo, when you go to school, teacher gonna ask you, and then give you the whole fucking script. <laughs> you fucking slipped on a marble. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, know, you know, it's crazy. The first person that, act, that now that you've seen that shit, the first person who actually enlightened the whole world with that was Kevin Hart. He was with the take this note to school and say exactly what it is oh to yeah. your teacher. <laughs> you stupid bitch. Da, da, yeah. da, 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 da. That right there alone, that just it brought me back. Like, you know what? He's fucking right, yo. Like, but my whole childhood, I was fucking scripted, bro. Seriously, he's right. Man. Damaging. It's because, crazy. Because, because then, then you think that's the norm. Mm-hmm. So you do that. You do that in in friendships. You do that in relationships. You know. With, with women or whoever, yeah, whatever your thing is, real. like your partner, you start lying about shit, mm-hmm. and it it becomes so damaging because you start really fucking hurting people, 
behind doing that. And and that shit, that shit is far more traumatic, you know, than what I went through physically. I can see that. I can see. I can see that. It's mm-hmm. is is that, that that goes as a longevity thing. Not only yeah, that, because it's, it's not only you. It's is the it's the next. People. It's other people that yeah, surround yeah, you. Yeah, but yeah. that's also like where that that's also where that imposter syndrome develops early, mm-hmm. because mm. because you start questioning like. Like, i give you a perfect example, right? Like, there was a lot of times we didn't have a car. And and the people on my mom's side of the family, they had they were they were in better position than us. Like, yeah. they, they were okay, you know what I'm saying? So they always had cars and shit. And a lot of the time, um, my mom wouldn't want them to know, like, how we was moving around. Mm. And we were, like, taking two and three buses sometime to get mm. to places. And then we'd get there, and she'd be like, Yo, hey, Abs, like, um, I hear you that so-and-so dropped us off. Or, That's crazy. Or, you know, like, we took a taxi, you know, like, mm-hmm. and and it, and it was shit like that. And, like, again, like, you think it's such a small white lie, but the person you're telling to tell the lie is asking, like, well, why the fuck can't we say we took the bus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you start putting two and two together, and you're like, oh, because it's like a social status thing. So, like, now I got to start lying about, how we moving and like mm-hmm. if we ain't got shit in the crib because I was like yo don't tell nobody what's going on here you know what I'm saying like you know like we had a short run and I'm not ever knocking my parents they did the best they they put on for us but we had a short period of time where like you know we was on food stamps yeah yeah and even oh, that we all was and I even was. that was like yeah, me too. was <laughs> like yo shit in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when yeah. you go, when you go, and everybody had this shit. Everybody had, everybody. Yeah. Like, people used to hide this shit though a lot. Like, you, you don't want nobody to be like, how much? I think I got the booklet like, like, wow. Take it real quick. Take it real quick. Different colors. Different colors. Bell on it. Liberty Bell. It was like, it's not money. You know what I'm saying? It's not money. People see it's not green. Yeah, but shit. it's the equivalent of swiping your EBT now. That's a fact. Uh-huh. That's a fact. Uh-huh. And everybody in their mother got EBT. Yeah. I'll be down for that now, nigga. Shit. <laughs> I go to the supermarket, the first question, EBT? Nah. <laughs> but 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 it's true though. That's that's the perception of what it was before, right? We used to be so scared to go by with fucking food stamps and that shit. Who the fuck right now? You don't oh. care, bro? Like, I'll be swiping it like it's a like Amax. Go. Amax. Yeah. And who yeah, would it? For real. <laughs> I need that. That's what's up though, man. I mean, hey, even 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 because it's relatable because the way we all basically kind of grew up um but with your dad like being so rough like was he like part of the military or something like yeah. that yeah also he, he was. W- 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 what 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 in the air force oh shit he was in the air force and 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 with with that um so like i had to learn a lot about my pops to really understand why he was the way he was you know what i'm saying mm. and my pops was the oldest of four kids. My grandmother didn't speak no English. So from very young, my my pops dropped out of high school, mm. working wild, crazy jobs to help my, my grandmother take care of the family. He was like the father, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, because my grandfather had died early too. So my pops was like the father. So he was already like under this pressure and stress at a really young age, like, take care of the whole family and going off to the military you know it was for that reason like to be able to take care of the family and and you know 
and he was stationed a lot of different places. So that also like played a part in his upbringing and like who he became. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, definitely like that's where that came from. Like he was real strict about like how the bed was made and like mm-hmm. when I'm going to Catholic school, like he'd be like, "Yo, fix your tie. Let me like." Did everything mad rough. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, so I could imagine your little oh, sister shit. if he brushes her hair, bro. <laughs> Yo, he, he used to brush my hair. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going like, fucking, like, bro, chill. Like, you bring yeah, my yeah. scalp. Like, <laughs> nah, nah, it was, damn it. Start thinking about shit, right? Like, I mean, but a military being back in the uh, back in his days, I'm sure it was uh, very structured. Yeah, like yeah. Up neat. Like, yeah, yeah, get yeah. definitely you know the bed got to be done. Yeah. Like the way how you stand got to be right. Yeah, because I had, a, talk, I had a friend who had a, a dad who, who was in the army and back in the day type shit. He was just like that. Yeah. He'll give me the firm handshake. And he had a very stern attitude, and he'll have that that angry face. He was the sweetest motherfucker in the world, yeah. bro. Yeah. The sweetest <laughs> guy in the world. But it was also, like, good things that came from that. Because, like, you know, my dad was also, like, a chef in the military when he mm. came home. He was a chef. So, like, I picked up cooking from my pops. So now, like, you know, like, as a grown man, like, you know, Defend I, yourself. I, I always cook in my crib with my, for my family. I was also, like, very big on, like, things being in order and being in place. And then, like, when I got into like business and I was always like rocking suits all the time, like mm. you couldn't tell me nothing about ironing. <laughs> yeah, I got the crease, boy. That crease is serious. I picked that up from him. You know what I mean? He taught me how to iron. He mm. taught me how to tie a tie. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he, you know, he did the best with what he could. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. That's cool, man. Yeah. He, before we get deep into that, like. Okay, is is it probably safe to say that like the way it's fucking right around the oxy thing, but like the way it was raised like helped us a lot to yeah it came with trauma, but it also came with a, a, a greater side to that like the way we move, the way we do things, the way we because right now the the society now is just way different from what when we grew up. You know I mean with the with you know technology, chill, we 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 were raised without that shit. Right, so we had to do more hands-on type things, right? Like we more skilled, yeah. if, I, if I could say that, right? Like, yeah. w- it's safe to say that, like we more sk- we more skilled our generation than, no, and not to take nothing away from mm-hmm. this generation. I, I wouldn't say I, don't, I wouldn't say skilled because I think this generation is far more intelligent than we are than okay. we were. Um, I think they're way advanced. Like my son is like, bro. When my son stopped playing baseball, my son played baseball. I was, like, living through him because I wanted to play, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I was nice, but I got caught up in shit, whatever. Yeah. But I was, like, living vicariously through him when he was, like, want to play baseball. I'm like, yo, <laughs> put you in this train, <laughs> you know what I mean? But junior, junior year, he had told me, like, he didn't want to play baseball no more. And I was like, all right. And inside, I was devastated. I'm like, but outside, I was like, all right, what you want to do? He told you he didn't want to play no more? Yeah. Oh, I got a story. Yeah, I got a story right there. So what you want to do? He said you want to make music. Mm. And um, okay, I was like, okay, <laughs> like all right, let me know how that goes. You know what I mean? <laughs> and one day I came home and I heard like a you know because I'm heavy into hip hop and shit. So like I heard like a beat knocking from the bedroom and I'm like, 
Let me show you something. Like, I played some, and I was like, that's fire. And I'm like, yo, who is that? I just made this. I just made the beat. Like yeah, I downloaded this free program and like and then he, and he like taught himself mm. like off YouTube videos and shit. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I you, you ain't know you ain't know he had that in him nah, at all, right? Nah, like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying that I feel like we we were more of like the brute force the, uh, yes. generation. Yes, like, mm. I, that go, was perfect. Go out and get it, like you know. We knew it was gonna snow five feet of snow tomorrow. We was getting shovels and we was like, yo. We're going to go get money. some money tomorrow. We're yeah. going <laughs> to cars out, shit like that. These kids ain't built like that. Yeah, nah. Like, we see snow, we like, nah. We staying inside. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, we got to go get some gravel. That's it. That's, 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 that's this but generation. On some, on some technology shit, they like... They out here. They, they, they out, out there. here. You yeah, know, that's a fact. The extent of our technology. You know. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> <laughs> The game wasn't working. Yeah. Like, yo, get gotta, some alcohol pads, yeah, B. Yeah, yeah. We got to rub it on your shirt. You got to rub it on your shirt. You got to. Nah, nah, nah. We had the CD. 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 Nah, bro. Nah, bro. Damn. 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 That was way before that. You got to push it in, push it down, press the button. That shit didn't work. It was glitched. All types of weird shit. Bro. That's fine. You start hitting. Man, listen. It was fun, though, man. You saw that shit was fun. Yeah. That type of shit was fun, man. Like, yeah, I but y'all definitely like that. No. Not right now. No. Y'all get lost if we bring a telephone. <laughs> if we bring a regular household phone right now, y'all gonna be mad lost. Like, what the fuck is that? Did we see that shit? Like, what's that? How do you use this? Nah, yeah, that, I, yeah I don't know how to use that shit. <laughs> that shit I really don't. But you gotta like you gotta but isn't it like a like a combination lock? Like you gotta go left to right. Nah, no lock on it. What combination? the fuck? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about the rotary phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know how you gotta go left to right. Nah, bro. You do that shit on the phone too. You go like. No, bro. It's just, it's just got one through uh, zero through nine, and you it just would, it would just spin on its own. Yeah. You had to wait for it to go uh, back and reset, and then go back spin it again. The worst. Bro. So you do like seven. Yeah. One. Yeah. Eight. That shit was crazy, oh, yo. Man said the combination. That's a good one, bro. That's definitely a good one. Oh, Holy shit. shit. So, <laughs> alright. So so cool. So now, wait. Going to that to into the healing part, right? With your whole, like, your situation. Well, you know what? Because I did see it. You didn't go purposely for that reason for your pops. You went for a different reason. Oh, yeah, not at all. Right? Yeah, yeah. Hey, I hey. mean, we fast-forwarding a lot. Oh, I know. So, nah, so we nah, come nah, back. Nah, no, we come back. No, nah, it's all good. Wherever you want to go with it, I'm good. I'm just saying, like, um, yeah. So, because this is, like, super recent. This was, like, four years ago. Um, no, you know what? No, let, let, even that. Let's bring it back because I know you still had your like your your sickness and all that. Like you, that was came way before that from from the healing part. Nah, that's all recent. That's that, what he's that, about to get into. Really? No, but okay, okay, all, go that, ahead. all that shit was like all in t- 2019. That's when that shit started. Mm. 2019. Um, I I was you know I was doing my thing, working real estate. And um, I went to this house that had, like, been condemned for a while. And um, my client wanted to buy the crib. And I remember, like, when I left the house that day, um, 
my skin was like itching like crazy and shit. And I was like, what the fuck, man? What's going on? And that day, like, I started to have like this, like a lot of like swelling was happening. And I was like, yo, like, I thought it was like an allergic reaction or something. I didn't know what it was. And um, a couple days later, we ended up going back to do an inspection on the crib. And we were there for a minute. Because the first time, like, you just there looking at the spot. Inspection day, you're there for a few hours. So I was yeah. there for a minute. So um, it turns out that my client's daughter um, is a really bad asthmatic. So so she had, so he had requested the inspector to do an air quality test mm. okay. at the property. And in doing so, they found out that there was, like, toxic levels of mold in the air. Like, wow. Like, bad. And we were just sitting in this shit, like, you know, chilling. So like Breathing you know? that shit in and all that. So, you know, come to find out that that kind of, like, activated something within me. Um, it's a hereditary disease that my mom has. My mom has type 1. Um, it's called hereditary angioedema. Okay. It's an autoimmune disease. My mom has type 1. What does that consist of, man? Um, you just have episodes where, like, you go through swelling. You know what I'm saying? Like, some people will be like, your hand will swell up crazy. Um, you know, but... But things in the air, or it's just, like, just random? Random. Yeah, it's random. autoimmune. Random. Okay. So, some, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a deficiency in your blood levels and mm. shit. Mm. So, um, but it's kind of like, for me anyway, it was like it was dormant until this happened. And yeah. and I had it gotten exposed to this shit that is like triggered it. Yeah, it triggered it and it started started happening. And um, you know, it started happening like super frequently. And for me it was like like it started with like my eyes would swell like like out here like a frog and my shit would just swell shut closed. And then it started getting progressively worse. It would like I would have an attack where my eyes would swell shut, then my lips would swell out here, Whoa. and then my tongue would start swelling. And when that would happen, it would close up my airway, so they would have to intubate me and put me on a ventilator, and then put the swelling back down. And in the beginning, nobody could figure out what the fuck it was. Yeah. Nobody knew what it was. They were like doing allergy tests. They mm. were sending me to this specialist, that, like all types of shit. Couldn't nobody figure it out. And while they were trying to figure it out, you know, I was being hospitalized every time it happened. And I would be in ICU for as long as, like, the longest stretch was, like, two and a half weeks. And that was because the swelling of the... Yeah, because it would swell to the point where, like, the eyes and the lips wasn't crazy. It was when the tongue would swell in the inside of my mouth. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't breathe. So when they would intubate you and put the tube in to keep your airway open, they would have to wait till the swelling would go down, but they would also have to make sure that, like, your blood levels were balanced back out so that if they took the tube out, it wouldn't happen again mm, type shit. Mm. So, so um, you know, they were trying to figure out what the fuck it was for a while. And um, I couldn't figure it out. Um, I had went to uh, to be a part of a clinical trial for some medication. Like I was getting medication sent sent to me from Japan. Really? Yeah, because when they finally diagnosed me and they found out what it was, now it was like they were like, "All right, you have," and it's like super complicated. But I had um, 
or I have um, type 3 hereditary angioedema or factor 12 mutation, that's what they call it. Okay. And it was super rare. There was only like 10 cases ever. Wow. And the really? last one was like in 96, and the dude was like in Brazil. You know what I'm saying? So it was like super crazy rare. And I had like one of the best immunologists in the country working on me. He was the one that found out like what it was. But then it became a matter of trying to figure out like how to control it. And, um, you know, it was crazy. It was crazy. Mm -hmm. Like, I was getting this medication that would come from human donors. Um, really? From out of the country. And it was super expensive. It was, like, a lot of it wasn't covered. And um, I would have to, they sent the nurse to my crib. And she taught me how to put my own IV line in. And every other day, would have to inject, like, like, Three needles like this big, or like oh, uh, forty Oof. cc's each, um, every day just to like stay stable and shit. Mm. But it was still happening, you know what I'm saying? And um, after a while, I blew out all my veins on my own. My my veins were like like I was like a dope fiend. Like I had all these veins were shot. Yeah. And it's like when you're giving yourself an injection, you can only mm -hmm. do it but so much. And like yeah, so many places. And they put a port in my chest. I had a port here connected to my jugular vein and that was the best way to do it because I wasn't like abusing my veins anymore. Oh, okay. So they just substituted all the veins for the port just yeah, to you just put the port in, you know, but it was a pain in the ass because you yeah. would have to like numb the spot first, put this two inch needle in the fucking chest, uh, and break the skin at like that shit is uh, oh, so you gotta yeah. break the skin so into the, the yeah, whole oh the my skin. god. Yeah, it's below the skin. Oof. Right. So, so like, what's going through your mind while this about like all of this is happening to you, and you like hearing that what you got is is very like rare. yeah, it's very rare. And then <laughs> you come you coming from closing out deals and real estate, and then boom, this just happens. I want to kill myself. Seriously, mm -hmm. I went to that route. Yeah, because um, this shit was going on for like two years. Okay. In a matter of two years, I was intubated. And in the ICU 13 times. Wow. Whoa. And what a lot of people don't understand is that in order for them to first intubate you, right? And I don't want to be graphic, but I want you mm -hmm. to really like yeah, understand yeah. this, right? They have to put these metal clamps inside your mouth to hold your mouth open. Mm -hmm. Then they give you propofol, which is to paralyze you. So give you propofol to paralyze you because you can't move when they kind of put the tube in because you fucked everything up. Oh, so, yeah, you're moving. so they give you propofol and they give you anesthesia to put you out. Sometimes you still awake before all of that happens mm. because they got to get the tube in so badly that they can't wait for anesthesia to come oh, down. Yeah. So right away, they're going to clamp your mouth strap you down, give you the propofol, and that's one of the worst experiences. I, I, I'm just imagining like right now, like, because you're, you're still you're awake, yes. yeah. The, the propofol is the, 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 white, the white shit, right? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what color it is. That's I white. just know that, like, yeah. when they give that you that, shuts you up. like, you just, you stuck, yeah. you can't you can't move. <laughs> and they would, they would give me that, and then, you know, at some point or another, like, get the anesthesia and you knock out and you know you got to understand that in order for them 
that's that's not a real coma. That's a medically induced coma. Right, right. Because they you they're keeping it. you down mm-hmm. so that you don't pull the tubes out. So that entire time to keep you down, they're giving you drugs. And you got to understand, like, mentally, you know, the trauma that you went through when it's happening, you like, you see all these doctors running around, everybody's bugging you, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, these niggas is putting this shit in your mouth, fucking you up. Yeah. That's the last thing you remember. Mm-hmm. To the first and mm-hmm. And then to make it worse, you and Yonkers, on a Monday, October 1st, you wake up in the Bronx, yo, October 9th, and you like, what? How many days is all these days passed and all that and, shit? Like. And, you know, and your family and everybody's excited. Like, you up. Oh, wow. Uh, mentally, you're just trying to process what the fuck just happened. And every time it happened, it took me longer and longer to get my mental back. Mm. Like, I would come home. I'll be fucked up. And like people be talking to me and I'll be like, like outer body shit. Like I'm not even here. Like, like just fucked up. So what ended up happening was that shit started to create this high level of paranoia and anxiety Mm. because now I was afraid to do everything because I'm like, yo, if I'm, you know, as a real, as a real estate broker at the time, um, you know, I didn't have a team yet. I was, like, working by myself. So it was, like, if I'm showing a house up in fucking Newburgh, this thing is, like, I used to have to, like, walk with a paper that said everything. Oh, like a case. Because I couldn't be able to talk. So niggas right. needed to know what to do to me because if mm. you ain't know, I would die. Right, right. So, Shit, like, bro. I would have to carry that. So I would always be, like, damn, if something happens to me while I'm out here, it's 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 some hospitals around me that don't know how to handle me. You know what right, I'm saying? Right. Like, so what the fuck these niggas gonna do out here? And then I used to be like, and then who's gonna know that I'm here? Like I used to bug out, B. That is paranoia for real. Like. So So it was like a different paranoia, which then created insomnia, because then I couldn't sleep. Cause I'd just be up worrying. So then while I'm taking all of this medication for the disease. They start giving me psych meds. Mm. And they're like, yo, take this. This this is for the anxiety. So take this for the anxiety and take this for the paranoia and take this for the insomnia. And that shit fucked me up. I had to get you too. So, so, you know, I'm sick. My business is hurting. Niggas can't figure out what's wrong with me. I'm not getting adequate sleep. I'm not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. I'm on these drugs. Yeah, I wanted to off myself. Like mm-hmm. that was like that's that that felt that felt easier than what I was living. Yeah. Because every two days I'm injecting this shit. Shit used to make me sick. I would be vomiting. I would be lethargic. I'll be fucked up. Then trying to like muscle my way. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm trying to muscle my way to go to work. I gotta take care of my family. And Ain't no fucking disability. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no workers' comp. Ain't no none mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. So you feeling like defeated. And then like, you know what I mean? My my business 
prior to that was just starting to take off. So it's like every time I'm getting hospitalized, sales businesses are always about momentum. Yeah, word. You know what I mean? You start getting some traction, <coughs> you're in the hospital. And at the end of the day, like, people don't give a fuck. That's true. That's what entrepreneurship, like, that's what it is. Living your life. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference between corporate jobs and entrepreneurship. Corporate job going to run 24-7, 365. Mm -hmm. You get hit by a bus, cool. Yo, fill that spot. Easy. Shit got to keep running. Easy. Yeah, yeah, word. Entrepreneur, you fucked up, nigga. Nobody trying to hear nothing. You tell people, mm-hmm. yo, my bad, I was sick. First time, they're like, damn, that's crazy. Yo, yo, that's wild. Tell them again. Oh, yeah, all right, we hear you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Third time, yo, John, listen, man, I'm sorry, bro, but and you can't be mad at them. Business. They, they, they buying the biggest investment purchase of their life. <coughs> they can't wait around for you to mm-hmm. be straight. So. That's tough. So. Business is failing, illness, mental illness, issues at the crib, behind all of that. That definitely brings more issues, too, at the crib, like, to the yeah. crib. Damn, dude, the weight that you got, I mean, surprised you're not even fucking on the nigga right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should be Muscle Man 2000. Right <laughs> God bless you, John. Seriously, bro. Seriously. No, so, so you, you say, like, so you got the type three, you said your mom had... My mom has type one. I was so she, her 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 reactions is just just mild, super mild. She might have an episode like once a year, once every other year, mm-hmm. real mild. Take a little something for it. She good. Nah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. When you when I when I first heard about that condition you had, right? I even I even told them I was shocked. Like, whoa, like that's something different. Yeah. At first, the way you described it, I thought it was a uh, like a sickle cell anemia. Mm-hmm. anemia. And I thought that's what you was going through, but when you said what you what the the name of it, right away I googled it. Mm. I had to, bro. And then I, because I suffer through eczema, mm. and then I thought that when you said that you started getting your skin itchy, I was like, oh okay, I go through that. Like I have these episodes where I start scratching my whole body up yeah. and shit like that. Then you started saying that your hand swelling. I, I, thank God I don't got that or anything like that. So then I started digging more deep into it, and I was like, oh, then the lymph nodes and all that get swollen yeah. and all that. And I started telling my wife, like, yo, baby, like, it's kind of, like, it's not scaring me, but it's putting a lot of, a lot of, like, alert to me. Like, yo, I really got to pay more attention to taking care of my skin and my body more and more because stage three, that's, like, damn, dude, like, just the alone, just by going through that pain and the suffering. And you say you did it multiple times in the ICU. That's, like, hard to fathom, bro. Yeah. It's, 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 definitely, it's definitely tough, bro, because no. You're in the hospital two days and it's fucking depressing. Not so twenty four hours is depressing, bro. Like that's the wild part, man. I mean, and I just want everybody to know that 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 type of condition is really out there. Like people go through those type yeah, of pains. Yeah, there's, a, there's a whole mm-hmm. um, there's a whole like foundation for people that have what I have, like. They got their own IG account. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, social media right now ain't winning, bro. Like, nah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's cool. They out there, bro. That, that shit, that shit, um, you know, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. That stretch was probably the hardest time of my life, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, emotionally. 
everything financially, everything that was like, like rock bottom, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you felt like you was rock bottom at that point, like I mean, I know, but you know what I'm saying that you in an office, you want an office of, yeah, I would yeah. think, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's rock bottom for sure. And what kept you like afloat? Like who was there supporting you and really like trying to help you throughout this keep it real this journey? With you, um, everybody supported me. I had mad support. My wife was going through it with me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She's by my side in the ER and the ICU. My son going through it. You know, when I get discharged, everybody taking care of me, people sending me shit, all of that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, shit. You know, when you're going and through I'm it. I'm just keeping mm -hmm. it all the way real. Yeah. Like, when it's in here, can't nobody go to war on your mind with you. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a huge battle. Mm -hmm. And externally, right, you, you get to a point where you don't want them to worry. You don't want them to trip. You're like, yo, yo, I'm good. But, you know, you're in the shower. You know, idle thoughts, idle mind. Yeah. At night, everybody go to Intrusive sleep. thoughts. Yeah. You know, I'm, everybody go to sleep. I'm not looking at it. Up, like, zombies. Not even here, like medication, like, like, all that. Like, you know, doped out, and you know, it's just not like it's not life, right? Nah, and you know, that's a good question. Like, you know, it, it gives people perspective because I think so many people have the right intentions and they want to support somebody mm -hmm. or help somebody that's going through some shit, and. Our first reaction is to like buy you some shit or like, yo, let me get you some food <laughs> or whatever. And like, that's just yeah. what it is. But sometimes people that are going through shit like that, you got to dig deep. Yeah, like, it's not about that. Like, yeah. But even if you like, because even if you dig deep, like, there's people out there who who pull back because, oh, yeah. like, like when you said when you first got to Yonkers and you met these people and like, well, you really want me here? And then you start looking at people who talking that like you're talking to. And then you're looking at them like, yo, am I really wasting my time with you? Bro? Like, do you really want to know what's going on with me? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how they really, like, that's how some people really look at nah, it. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is like, because nah, you're not going to open up like that to just anybody. Mm -hmm. But what I mean by that is like, like, it taught me a lot about being there for others now. Like, uh, when I see other people going through shit, like, I won't, I won't be like, Oh, you want me? To yeah, I'm gonna send you some food or yeah. whatever. Like, it's a great gesture, you know what I'm saying? But checking in on people's mental, checking in mm -hmm. on on their spirit, <coughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, yo, listen, like, how you feeling? Like, yeah, you know what I'm if it's a physical injury, then asking people mentally, yo, how you feeling? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because that's the shit that gets overlooked a lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and it does. You'd be surprised that. Sometimes you do that, and a nigga just word vomit. <laughs> <on> <laughs> yeah, like yeah. He's like, "Yo, ain't nobody asked me that." Like, yeah, yeah. A bunch of niggas sent flowers and edible arrangements uh -huh. and candy, and <laughs> it's cool. You see, no tears start running down yeah. their faces. Uh, and yeah. Like, whoa, damn. Like, dude. talk to me. Like, and you, like, ask me. Like, and you need people like that too. And I also seen that you have posted that your great grandmother actually lived to like a hundred years old. Yeah, and you and you said, and that's uh, <laughs> but that's uh, a blessing. Uh, but like you, but you you had said one thing though, and that was like that she lived. To, I mean, she's still living now because she showed love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So so, what's your intake on love for you? 
love is the is the potion that's the remedy for everything. Mm. For everything. Yeah. I'm saying like Back in the day, like, you know, I'm talking about way back in the day, like, mm. yo, people, societies, like, civilizations, they existed by showing each other love. Yo, I got cows, you yo. got corn. Mm -hmm. Yep. We trade so that you good, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't a barter system, like, to, to get over on each other or to be wealthier. It was like we showed each other love for the sake of people surviving. And to bring it back to today, like modern day, like at the end of the day, bro, I've been up, super up, you know what I'm saying? And was at the most miserable point of my life at that time. So when you have people around you that really love you, like really love you, like real mm -hmm. shit that you could feel. That's the most important thing, bro. Like, facts. Cars, clothes, houses. Taking that Seriously. shit with you when you die. Yeah. Uh -huh. You got niggas you yeah. love that you could build, like you have memories with. And that's why, like, I know you saw it on my IG, like mm -hmm. the post of my grandmother. If you read what I wrote there, is that for her 100th birthday, I was super observant of like everything going on and I'm looking around the room and I'm like, yo, all these people are here for her, which is wild. Then all of these people are connected to her. Mm. Wow. <laughs> which is wild. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, you like see like the, the top of the tree. You yeah. Know what I'm mm -hmm. But just imagine how what she thought and looking at everybody like I created all that. Nah, well, for real. Thing, that was the same thing we've well, given my great grandmother well, that's too. The thing, though. She has dementia. So, so what was like crazy for me to realize was I was like, yo, every person that came to her, she don't know who the fuck they are. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 but she greeted them with the same love. Ask, yeah. Everybody like, yo, oh, and take a picture. And, mm -hmm. and it goes to show you that even when your brain is gone, like, that love is still there. Love, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You don't know who this person is from a hole in the wall mentally. Showing them love. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's what it's about. Yeah, somebody told me the same thing. I'm sorry. No, 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 okay, somebody okay. told me the same thing, that as you get older, um, the universe takes either the physical or the mental. You know, like you could take the mental with dementia, or yeah, you yeah. just take a physicality and you'd be on a wheelchair, but you still have the mental. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? No, it, it, and it's crazy. Yeah, I talk about yeah, saying that because the like, I've the opposite. What you're saying with the love and the dimension, like she led with love, and that's what just the mind took over. Now that I'm seeing other people that had dimension, they'll go bugging, they'll go crazy on yeah. people, like with the attitude and all that mm -hmm. shit. And why? I can see why. Like why they were like when they were fine, they were on some yeah. fucked up <laughs> people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now that they got that, it's like whoa. Now I can see when you say that. Now I put it like oh shit, that is fucking true, bro. Like. That's wild, bro. Like, holy <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. That's why love, man. It's true, bro. You gotta but, 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 all right. But, but, y'all, you gotta remember, like, you gotta love with an open heart. You know what I'm saying? Don't just love and just give it out there. Like, here you go, here you go, here you go. No, of course, <laughs> I, I don't think. <laughs> you go. Get out my face. Get out my face. Love with an open heart. You know, then you, then you feel it. You feel it. That the acceptance of love. 
Dang, that's wild, man. That's shit. I mean, loving like loving people when it's hard. Yeah. Loving people. Oof. Loving people that hurt you. That's. Loving people that. That's hard, bro. And John, I I wanted to get into that with you too about the healing process on that, man, because I got a family member that it's hard for me to love again. And even forgive, too. Or even forgive, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it eats me inside sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But I don't know how to, like, like just accept what he what, what they did, you know, like like what your pops, what you went through with your pops and shit like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, my, mine was a family member, too. Mine was my brother, you know, like, I don't care because I tell anybody how it is anyway. In my eyes, he's like, he's here. He's up around here somewhere. But in my eyes, he's like, muerto, you know what I mean? But I don't. I want. I want to give. I want to give forgiveness. But I don't know. Like that shit's like the toughest thing for me to even accept right now. You know what I'm saying? So like, so I, I know it was tough for you to do it. How did you go about that? Be, before you answer, I'm sorry. Before you answer, it is it okay to? It, is it a thing to give everyone forgiveness, or is it okay for you not to give? It's one of those things. I just ask because I don't know. Like, does everybody deserve forgiveness? Pretty much, Shit, what I'm, I'm trying to say. I'm not the Dalai Lama, bro. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah. It's the experience. It's the experience. Like, from from my pers- from my perspective, absolutely. Okay. Got you. Like resentment, anger, frustration is only hurting you. It's not hurting them. Like you are holding on to that poison. Yeah. And and I think that that one thing I realized for me anyway, I don't want to speak for nobody else, but for me, the word forgiveness or the act of forgiveness is just another layer of the ego. It's another layer mm. of the anger and resentment, right? Because... It starts with, yo, you did me wrong, so now I'm mad at you. And now because I'm mad at you, I have the power to decide whether I forgive you or not. That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> That's wild. Nah. That's ego. Yeah. Wow, yeah. Right? Because even when you tell somebody, yo, I forgive you. You don't mean it. Deep down, it's like a whole different. Bro, you <laughs> deliver, the deliverance, yeah. too. Like Even if you say it nice. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yo, I forgive you, bro. Do you really? Not so much do you really. But it's like, where do we go? What 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 do you expect mm-hmm. from that person? Mm. So, for me, I had forgave my pops, but I was still angry. So I was like, "The fuck!" Like this, I, this I, I, I've read in all these goddamn books that forgive, <laughs> nah. But what I realized is that it was empathy and mm. understanding that really heals it, right? Because took me understanding why my dad did what he did. It took me understanding and empathizing what pain and trauma in his life made him react like that. Mm. And it made me realize that the only way that I can fix this or have peace in my heart is by coming to him and, yes, forgiving but more so understanding. Like, yo, I know why you did what you did, and I understand it, and I accept it, and I forgive you for that. Because I think sometimes 
we have the forgiveness without the understanding, and that's a big mm-hmm. problem. <coughs> I want to say forgiveness, but I'm still holding on to yeah. that resentment. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody is who they are today because of what they experienced in their life. That's a fact. That's a fact. The way they act, the way they think, the way they move, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, is because of how they were raised, what they experienced, what they went through. That's a fact. Hmm. Yeah. You have to understand that. Yeah. And perspective is different for everybody. Hmm. What you think is good, somebody else might not think is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Facts. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Facts. So you have to understand that. Everybody was raised different. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you could have been raised to rob, cheat, and steal. <laughs> but you still love people, but you rob, cheat, and steal. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's no, all you knew. It's, 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 it's like, I, like I was telling you the other, the other days, um, that I had that situation with my dad, right? Like, um, he came around. Well, he wasn't, he was in and out, but random shit, like, until like 12. After 12, I didn't speak to him anymore. I asked him for a bike. He said, nah, click. I was ready, like, fuck this, fed up, whatever shit, years passed. I had him, he came back into my life, like, 18. Um, we spoke, right? And we had a conversation, he told me, you know, I really, I, I va- vaguely remember the conversation, to be honest. Maybe I wasn't in tune to what the fuck he <laughs> was to tell me, whatever shit. But I thought I forgave him, mm-hmm. right, at the time <laughs> when we had the conversation. But it's like, I still hold inside, like, like bro, like, like I told you, I, I don't care how I speak to him. I don't care because I still have that. I'm um, like, you wasn't there for me. Like, the fuck are you? Like, you know what I'm saying? To tell me, not even to tell me, but just to tell me how to speak to you or whatever the case. Right? But I feel like there's this anger in me. I never really forgave you yeah. for whatever it was, right? Because I still feel that towards you. So any given moment, boom, I cannot call you. I don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. right? And recently he ends, up, he ends up in the hospital, right? He had a little overdose, whatever shit is, you know? So, um... I caught myself being there, right? But then getting more upset because you wasn't there, but look who's here now helping you in all this extra shit, right? So that's kind of hard for me to even, you know, when I saw that story of yours, I'm like, whoa. Like, I feel like a lot of trauma, my trauma still come from shit like that because of I haven't let go. So let me give you two things, right? Because you said, like, overdose, drugs. Yeah. Know what it takes for somebody to be on drugs like that? Like, what they have to feel about themselves? What kind of demons they gotta be dealing with? Yeah. I'm not telling you to give nobody a pass for that. Right, yeah. But you know what it takes for you to be there? Yeah, no, I can so, imagine. So, so, in in always being in a space of gratitude, right? Like that's always like ev- gratitude in every situation. You're able to say to yourself, like, damn, I'm glad I'm not on drugs. I'm not strung out. I'm not whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? But then, again, having understanding and empathy, like, damn, what the fuck did he go? What was going on with him? Yeah. Take yourself out of it. Right. What was going on with him that he went that far? He sniffed up whatever. He shot up whatever. Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. So, you still being upset. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. No, no, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with but, you. But... I'm going to give you another example, right? Whenever I used to get sick, um, my pops would never come to the hospital. This is like adult life or whatever. Right. Like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, he would never come. And 
I would wake up, you know, like being out for a few days. I would wake up and even though I was mad at him, I still wanted to see him. Like mm. I want like, like a kid, like right, that's right, your right. inner right. child. You know like, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I would wake up and I'd be like, nigga ain't here. Keep it pushing. To give you perspective, I go and do all of this healing, right? I was on a mission. Yeah. All types of shit. And we could get into that if y'all want. But yeah, I yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> and when I come back, I was like, this guy even knows my shit. So I go, and he's still drinking. He's still who he is. I'm trying to, like, mend this relationship. Like, yo, my bad. Like, love you like I'm trying to get right with him a couple months later he's got stage four cancer yeah and you know what's crazy they take him to the ER and they find out on the same day about the cancer and how bad it was and it's like yo we gotta do some surgery we gotta do like like that shit hit us like a ton of bricks like like within in our time, it's like, yo, we got to do this, that, and he's got this, right? We're like, what? Next day, he's in the hospital, and they cut his throat open. Mm. He's got a trach in his throat. He got a feeding tube. Um, he had a fucking thing that he was intubated through his nose, so he had like a wire through his nose. Wow. Mm. He had something up his head. And walked in and I seen him and I walked back out mm. and in that very moment I said how the fuck do I know that this is not what he felt seeing me in the hospital mm. and I'm mad at him when I wake up and he's not here Yeah, but now I'm <laughs> feeling the same thing I'm seeing him like that and I'm like yo I, I can't do that because I've been there so many times, I'll switch with you. Just to not make you feel the pain that. Yeah. But it was so fucked up to see that I walked out. And it took me a few days to be able to come see him. And I'm like, this is exactly it. The roles are reversed. Yeah. So now, right? Because we create our own narratives. When yeah, it was sure. me, I was like, oh, he probably drinking, he doing whatever. He probably was drinking because he's so fucked up knowing that, you was in the that I'm here and I'm fucked up. And he can't bear to mm -hmm. see me like that. And that's, that's the only way he was able to cope with it, yeah. pretty much. And then it happens to me. And I was like, well, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not, I'm not whatever. I'm not leaving here to go do some fuck shit. But I can't sit there and watch him either. Yeah. Why can't it be that? You know what I'm saying? So it's always like, just it's having an understanding, bro, of taking the time to like whoever met, like wronged you, whoever hurt you, like, bro, why did they do that? And going down that if you want to. Right, right, right. Because that's what's gonna lead you to real forgiveness and letting it go within you. Because that person could be a fucking piece of shit for the rest of their life. You gonna hold on to that anger forever? No, no, yeah, no, it's right. And and this is why I say, like, like when we forgive, like, sometimes we feel like we really don't forgive. Like, yeah. it's, you're not really forgiving. It's just like, you're just saying it just to say, just to get it out your hair, like, ah, fuck it, you yeah. know, whatever. Yeah. We forgive. It's, it's like a pull-a-boo pull fest. Yeah, but then when I see you, it's like, 
it reminds me again of, of whatever you did. And, all that shit. And, like, and that's the part right there that is fucked up. So it's like, how do you get to really forgiving? That that's just, how do you get to really forgiving? Like that that's what I want to know because I know you that that right there with the pain and trauma with your dad and that shit, that's tough, right? So for you to really forgive something like that, regardless of that or not, like got to go through really some some soul searching or however it was that the healing process was, right? met somebody and um we still business together i'm not gonna say his name or nothing yeah but um you know we still be really close to him and um he was a he was a fucking an asshole like egomaniac super like just a dick but at the time you know i fucked with him because he exemplified what I wanted. He was Latino and he was Mexican. Yeah. And, you know, this entrepreneurship shit don't come with no master's degrees. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You gotta go out there. You gotta get game in however you can. So, I leaned into him to get that game. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and in doing so, we became really close, like, you know, learning business and whatever from him. And, it was one day that I had saw something real different from him, like a complete change, like night and day, like almost like who the fuck is this? Like <laughs> attitude change, the way he's talking and shit. Mm. It's a clone. And and we were supposed to have a business call that day, and I was like, something just told me like, yo, what the fuck? I asked him, and I was like, yo, bro, like, you alright? way but like you know you seem different like I said we haven't spoken openly or publicly yet but can I share with you yo you know I went and met some people um you know they practice plant medicine and um you know I had done some plant medicine And uh, I'm like having this conversation, and um, fast forward like you know a few months later, a month later, whatever it was, he was still very sick. Right. So he was like, "Yo, you know, talk to my people. Like, can we get some sort of like holistic homeopathic thing that could be done to help you?" And I was like, "Yo, I'm with it." Because at this point, I didn't try everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I'm, I'm with it. So um, I signed up to go on this um, retreat. And um, and you know, I'm on this retreat. And it was that. It was a spiritual retreat. It was like to do plant medicine. Right. And um, before you do it, there's like a ceremony before the ceremony, you know what I'm saying? And the cerem like the like the first joint is like for you to set an intention of what you want out of this and okay. and to really like like, like an interview type part type nah, thing. Nah, nah, mm-hmm. just uh, finding yourself or what you really want. Yeah, out of this like what you experience. want to get out of the experience. Yeah. And like prior to you going there, they give you a dieta that you gotta follow. Okay. Oh shit! Yeah, Seriously? Like, yeah, yeah. So like 
legit shit. It's heavy shit. So, um, for me, it was like, all right, I wanna, I wanna like heal my body from what I'm dealing with, and um, you know, they do this detox called Cambo. Um, it's like frog venom. Okay. And Whoa. based on, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. You know, and based on like whatever your symptoms are or whatever you're dealing with, they burn these holes in your skin that they call gates. So, like, you know, you might get three here, you might get four on your back, you might get one on your leg or whatever. Like, almost like acupuncture, like right, right. trigger point shit. So, based on what you're going through, what you're feeling, like, they make you go through a cleanse before you go out okay. there. And then the detox with the frog venom is um, they, they burn these, these gates into your skin and then they take the frog venom and they put it in on, the on, on the, the holes, holes. Okay. on the burns and within seconds of that shit touching your skin it runs through your whole body Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it goes straight to your lymphatic system and it pushes everything out so it's like the most insane detox. so what do you mean it pushes everything out like like everything like i'm talking about Vomiting, you're no. pissing, you're shitting, shit coming out your eyes, shit coming out your pores. Was like that like at, at the moment when that's when that shit hits or like, yeah, like when it, it hits? Whoa, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. All at like, once? Yeah. Nah, no. Nah. Nah. Oh, well, I was about to say like, it's not like a. It's not. Let me let me rephrase that because so many people talk about these things and mm. just give it such a bad. Idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, no, it's, it's not. Lovely. It sounds it's, cool to it's me. Not, it's I want to do it. It's not uncontrollable. Like you know, like just like you do now. Like you know, you about to vomit. You could go yeah. vomit. Yeah, yeah. You know oh, about okay. to shit. You go mm. shit. But it's gonna be heavy. <laughs> it's gonna ha yeah. Like yeah, so it's yeah. just clean your whole body. Your whole That's body. Why, so the frog venom does all that. Yeah. That's whoa. Yeah, I heard and like I've heard this too from like people like Mike Tyson, like yeah, Jada yeah, Pinkett Smith. Yeah, so he's done. Yeah, so like and, and like they they say the same thing about it. Like after they do it, they they get more in tune with themselves. Yeah, he's like he's big on another um mm -hmm. plant medicine called Bufo. I've done Bufo also. Mm -hmm. But um the Cambo is a detox. That's the ultimate detox. Mm. And look like you know, it's a physical detox to get all the toxins out, but it's also a spiritual detox. Like you get out a lot of shit. So um, where where does it take place at? Like, um, it's typically because it's illegal, so it's typically. I mean, people do it in the states, but you know, typically in Peru, Costa Rica, that's where I did it. Actually, okay. I mean, like in the jungle, though. Right. It's not like oh, yeah. no, it's crazy because my 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 wife she wanted me to say it is like like. She's the, she, you better say I, I I've been telling you to, to go because she's been saying that like she want to go to the jungles and yeah. and go do the little you know the little detox and all that extra stuff right so uh, um now that, that you was here you we want to know more about it because she actually want to know more about it because we want to actually do it like oh attempt to do it I guess the funny thing is I told these motherfuckers a couple episodes about some shit like that that uh, like a men's retreat mm -hmm. that they go out into the woods and the yeah. forest and shit like that and speak amongst each other let all that spiritual shit out. And then they do the yelling technique, yeah. that, that, that that therapy where they just yell everything out their emotions. Yeah, I know and a shit lot like of that. dudes like that. There's a group called um, that the I went to. The one yogi time called Sacred Sun. So you said me, me a yogi. Yeah. Yogi. Oh, yogi. What? Shit that back in the day, oh. and shit. But, but um, yeah. So you know, you do that detox, and then um, and then after that, it's the real spiritual work. So that's when you do the ayahuasca, 
So ayahuasca is a tea that that they prepare. Okay. Um, it's a psychedelic, but um, the best way to describe it is like um, all the things that you know you're not so proud of that you've done. Shit that like you bury in the back of your mind, like fucked up shit you think and do and hurt people yeah. or whatever. That like I'm good, I'm past that. Like all of that shit, you you address it. It comes out to light. I mean, now you know oh, to, to yourself. Oh yeah, it's it's like a real visual. Like you, I'm tripping for like eight hours. Wait, so no, okay. Uh, in, like in, in the process of you doing this, you're by yourself. Yeah. Like by yourself in the woods and shit like that. No, oh, the, come on, I'm with a group of people. But I'm by myself. Like, I am no family. Or no, 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 no. That's what I meant. No, because, you know, because the, the way I'm picturing is, like, you, they left you alone. Like, you went with somebody, they tell you, look. Nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah. But, I've done, but I've done something like that. It's called a dieta. They put you in a hut by yourself. Mm. Really? 14 huh? days by yourself. Oh, 14 days in a hut? Yeah. You only see the one person once a day. And, I mean, three times a day. When they come bring you food, that's it. And there's literally no talking, no nothing. Like, Come bring your food. You don't have your phone. You don't have no books. You don't have no nothing. Oh, how was that experience? Crazy. I could imagine shit. But you know, all of it, all of it was rough, right? All of it was super rough. I went through a lot. You know, I did, I did tambo multiple times. I did bufo multiple times. I sat with ayahuasca. You know, many bad times. Mm. I did, I did every plant. Yeah. What What made you uh, keep continuing to, to, to do the same ones or different ones? Well, because the more that I learned about it, the more I started to really understand it. Um, people use drugs, um, abuse drugs, I should say. And Western folks, drugs mm-hmm. but they're not it's medicine right. and it's meant to treat you and it's meant to heal you and whether that's healing the mind healing the spirit healing the heart emotionally and the more that I understand that it's meant to be used as a tool right. and I saw how it was helping me the more I was like yo this shit body me up but I know I can definitely shit these demons mm. I went off, like, before I went off to do all this shit, you know, I came into the jungle, Costa Rica, and I left my family. And that was, like, one of the hardest decisions I ever made in my life. Like, I left my wife, I left my son, I left my kid. And, um, you know, at the time, You was ready set for that. It wasn't no therapy. It wasn't no like men's group. It wasn't church. It wasn't. It was like a lifetime of fucked up shit. And I know it sounds wicked. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a lifetime of shit that I had to go through. But just 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 to go through it and like 
experiencing the fact that you seeing yourself from an outside, like you know, like being outside, but you seeing yourself going through what you're going through. That that's tough. Like yeah. that that's different. Yeah, it's different though because you gotta understand that, like, um, you know, you're facing your innermost demons and your deepest shit, and there's also no concept of time. So in reality, it's eight hours, but when you want it. It just feels like eight days. Facts, yeah. <laughs> you just want it to end. I'm not gonna lie to you. Like um, everybody, be like, oh, I want to do it until you really until know you what it is. Mm, yeah, it's something that you have to be a hundred percent ready for. Now, I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like sorry to think, but I wouldn't be able to do the hard thing. Yeah. Like that, I a 14 days, bro. Like I don't know about. You can do it for whatever amount of days you want. But that psychedelic but stuff type days, thing. Five <coughs> days, three days. Uh, oh, okay. So I tell you, I tell you this. Mm -hmm tell you this yeah psychedelic shit is way harder is it really bro i mean way harder in the sense of what like like you're bringing like the, yourself what, for, for, out no i'm saying for the things you're seeing because yeah. i know that the hud you just on your own you just by yourself you you in your mind just thinking oh, right like medicine too oh and that's oh, okay got yeah. you got you okay so you do like that type of medicine like psychedelic medicine in there oh okay okay i got you wow that's crazy but the, but the medicine like you know when you do it in a ceremony like with the whole group and shit um you know your healing is my healing your healing is my healing and vice versa so like at the end of the ceremony we have what's called integration yeah and you know have you been fasted so the first thing they do is they let you eat you know something like eat some food yeah whatever, drink some water chill out gather yourself because this is your trip and everybody comes back together down and they have integration and the integration is the most important part because you have to speak about what happened you know what you experienced what you went through you know it's much needed because in the spiritual realm everything that we're doing as a group in this room is all connected mm. so if i don't share what i really experienced izzy might not get what he you know what i'm saying because as we start sharing it's like yo word yo you know what i'm saying yeah yeah so so the integration part is just as important as the yeah. medicine. You know what I'm saying? It, it all plays a part. That's, yeah, nah, that's cool. I mean, because I, I, I'm trying to like, I'm trying to do the same thing, but uh, like plant medicine is new to me. I really would love to look into it before I even decide to like, yo, I want to do it. Yeah. Um, I try, like I was telling the guys here too, like I try to find like my shadow self. And um, I don't know if you know what that is. Mm -hmm. Like finding your own shadow self, like the, 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 the side that you don't really know that the ego won't put out there. And um, I, I, I bought a book on that, and some of the shit that I read that they want me to interact with, like, just by doing that alone, I'm afraid to even jot shit down. Yeah. We all are. Mm -hmm. And they want you to, they, and they tell you in the beginning of the book, too, like, when, you, when you're going into this, make sure that you're alone. Like, like I want to ask you, have you ever did mirror gazing before? Yeah, I've done a lot of, I mean, I've done a lot of things like that um there's this uh self-help retreat called finding true self and it's like an exercise like that where you have to take the mirror out and you get gazing and then you also have to talk to yourself yeah and that's super difficult yeah. people don't think so Word. Right. <laughs> i mean because some people yeah. think think like all right in the morning you wake up you rub your eyes you rub your eyes you look at yourself in the mirror and that's all you see is a sleepy self yeah like actually do you really sit stand there Look at yourself in the eye and like talk to yourself. Yeah, it's kind of like a um accountability mirror. 
pretty much. You basically, you basically got to hold, like, say what's what's but been wrong. But that's where the strongest, mm-hmm. like, when it comes to manifestation, especially like in journaling, like, you know, those are the two most powerful things: journaling, mm-hmm. one, yeah, and then two, verbal, right? Yeah, like opening your throat chakra, but in front of that mirror, right? Because it hits different. And you have to look at yourself and mm-hmm. say, I am whatever. Affirmation, what I'm saying. Because it's very different to mm-hmm. verbalize it and not look at it. Yeah. But your spirit, man, I believe that. <laughs> you work. That is fucking true, you're right. Yeah. Shit. When you, I mean, that, nah, you say something, you go in like, Nah, it's right, true. Right. Nah, it really is true. And like I met like an older guy, too. And like he was like my partner at work. And he always told me, too, like he was very like spiritual, you know, like read the Bible. And he was just like, yo, like, yeah, I could know, like, the outside you and everything, like, how you are towards me. But your spirit, though, that's you. Like, I don't know what your spirit is. And that shit hit different for me because I'm like, whoa, like, kind of caught me off guard because I'm like, wow, that's true. Like, like for me, like, um, you know, I really tapped into, like, my spiritual gifts while I was out there. And I know that, like, for me, like, I'm a very, very high-level empath. Sometimes it's it's not a good thing in a sense because you feel like people are drawn to you. But on the other side of it, it's like a lot of times I talk to people and I'm like, I feel the truth, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you're telling me one thing, but I feel something different. <laughs> and um, it's never from a place of, like, judgment or, or anger or nothing. I just, you know, I empathize with people. So a lot of, like, I feel shit sometimes through reading. I feel it through like people people picture themselves and like I feel pain in their eyes. I'll be like, damn, like <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Shit like that. People talk to me like they're saying one thing, mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. And the aura's just that's like different. That's like that's like when you feel the vibes in the room. Yeah. Like But it's yeah. also like um learning how to make people feel safe with that, right? So like I learned, like, not to, like, you don't want to be like, yo, you lying, bro. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, especially with my brothers. Mm. Like, I'm heavy on the men's cause. But, like, I run a small men's group where dudes are allowed to come on and you could turn your camera off. It's a Zoom call. You could turn your camera off. You don't have to put your name on there. And the way I lead it is, like, I'll have a topic for each call, but then I lead it by, I start with my own vulnerability. Right. I'll share something that I might not be comfortable sharing, and I'll share it so that everybody else could feel safe to start sharing. And that's what I'll do a lot of the time when I'm talking to people. You know, like, I don't give a fuck about surface-level shit, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about the car you just a lot of time people tell me shit like, oh, like, yeah, I just bought this, whatever, whatever. All right. Like, <laughs> yeah, but how you feel? <laughs> Facts. Yeah, you're like, like yeah. all of my mans, like, they be like, oh, we have to start this. I'm like, I'm just saying, bro. Like, yo, yo. like, yo, when you ready to talk, yeah. bro, I'm here. Like, I mean, if I call it therapy, John, all right? Like, <laughs> nah, for real. No, no, but it's true. Like, they, don't you see you that way? Like, like look, at, oh, here we go again with this. Come on, bro. No fun again, but yeah, listen, like, who else is doing that? Yeah, for real. I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you know, 
no hope. Yeah. That that clip that just went viral from the Grammys. The Grammys. Mm. Like, nah, nah, I'm uncomfortable. I'm honest. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Being honest or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I'm shy. Yeah. When I'm shy, <laughs> I start speaking the truth. Some like when I'm nervous, I smoke. Yeah, when, when I'm, I'm nervous, nervous, I tell the truth. I tell yeah. the truth. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, um, start. You know, I stopped drinking, right? Right. And not because I thought I was better than anybody or anything. I stopped because uh, I was a heavy drinker. And I got to a point where I was like, it was one day specifically that everybody was playing like this drinking game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were like tallying shit, right? Then I was on the grill too, like cooking. And I had like my own drinks there on the sideline. And at the end of the night, everybody's talking, chilling. I look at it and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> oh, you used to count how many you drank? I spoke to my son's mother. I was like, yo, I had a failed childbirth. Mm. Damn, like, I guess, yo, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying to myself, like, damn, I drank, like, four margaritas while I was on the mm-hmm. grill. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo. Drank this much? Yeah, I drank this much. But the, the worst part is that I was good. That's what I was about to ask you. I was good. Yeah. You're so immune to the yeah, shit. So I was like, this is wild. Yeah. And then... Huh? And I'm gonna spend two more days <coughs> trying to recover. What word? Because at 40, the recovery is different. That's <laughs> yo, dude. You're know? lying. And then you like, you like, the fuck does that shit even worth it? Because I ain't even get drunk. So it's like, <laughs> well, anyway, point is that it brought a new level of awareness because now when I was in, like in the beginning, it was rough. I couldn't be in certain settings because I wanted to drink. Now I'm straight. Mm. But I started looking around the room. doing yeah you know what I'm saying? that's it right there and and, and i don't mean it's i'm not trying to nothing no no that's no judgment it's just it's just what it is yeah. it's the same thing with the weed yeah, yeah. i was just gonna say that too i was just gonna say that you know that's crazy one of my one of my dear friends my he's like a little brother to me and i know you're gonna watch this <laughs> <laughs> let him know smoke 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 all day long mm. i start asking niggas like yo why I don't think anybody knows why, like, to be honest. Like, yeah. But you know why? <laughs> I, do I know that, personally? Because you know why you feel when you don't? Yeah, I mean. Like a crack. You start getting that itch. That's like crazy, that. right? I need it. I about that. Like, <laughs> what you start? I, bro, I used to smoke 12, 10, yeah, 12 yeah. blunts a day. Yeah. So this is not, this is judgment yeah, free. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like, when you really start. Asking yourself questions. Why the fuck do I smoke this all day long? Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it's true. <laughs> I ain't and, then, and then when I don't smoke it, sit with it. Nah, How do I funny. feel? Start documenting mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah. I, 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 I'll say something. Right? It just literally happened today, bro. Like, uh oh. No, yesterday, yesterday. I'm like, I'll smoke <clears throat> on the way to work. I'll smoke a little clip. But then coming back home, I told myself, like, Nah, I don't want to smoke. Like, I don't want to roll. I don't want to smoke. Because, like, I'm just going to go home. Why am I going to smoke for right now? Like, I'm good. So I started questioning myself. Like, yo, why am I going to smoke right now, bro? Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not going to smoke. I'm just going to go home. And I didn't smoke. Like, I came yeah, home. because so much of it is 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 based on a pattern. Yo, facts. Right? That I ass. was a big cigarette smoker. So for me, 
I could not have a cup of coffee without a cigarette. Uh, yeah. I couldn't have a drink without a cigarette. That's a combo. So it's associative behavior, right? You get in your, you get out of work. Yeah. I know it. I was there. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to roll this blunt for the ride home. <laughs> for the ride home. <laughs> Smoke. I'm going to get to the crib, take a shower. Roll this blunt oh. before I eat my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta smoke before I eat. Yeah. That's always one thing. I gotta smoke before I eat, bro. Like, because you fucked up your you fucked up your appetite to the point where your fucking body can't can ingest food. You gotta open it up again. Smoking. Yeah, it's that's crazy. true. And that is true. And you don't realize the that habits that, that that start to form behind it. Mm-hmm. And that I ain't true. knocking nobody, man. Do what you do, bro. No, he ain't lying. You definitely I, lying. I, I love niggas, man. Like, just just. Just being aware, bro. Like, like people want to be like, y'all want to do what you did. I want to go do plant medicine. I want about, yo, my nigga, stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> Let's start there. Oh, yeah, right. Start with the start with that shit first. Yeah, like, You're right. Like, like there's you gotta change, take a step. Like, like there's changes that you can make right now in your life mm-hmm. that will drastically improve your mental, spiritual, and physical. You don't have to jump out the window and do what I did. And mm. if you do, great. That's the deeper shit. But it's like... It's start with the small shit like first. You, like, you telling <laughs> me, like, yo, I want to do spiritual healing. But you in a strip club every other night <laughs> smacking ass. And like, you know, you fucking cheating on your wife. Nah, oh, yeah, shit. You, you fucking... You a deadbeat dad. Like, yo, all facts. this other shit. Like, facts. bro, go be a father, man. Yeah. Then yeah. talk to me about because that shit might heal you on its own. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, because like they thinking like once they do that, then shit's gonna yeah, start changing. Because everybody wants the magic pill, mm-hmm. and niggas don't know. I be trying to tell you, I don't be trying to scare nobody. Like this is some real shit. Yeah, yeah. You ever fucking vomited for four hours straight? Damn, nah, that's crazy. I'm t- yo, nah. and I'm talking about that you crying, begging for it to be over. Yeah. That you're begging for it to be over? <laughs> trying to tell y'all, like... That's, 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 that's the number one question. Are you ready? Yo, nope. it's not... It's not... I tell people all the time, right? It's gonna come around when it's, when it's, a, when it's meant to be. You don't need to. You don't need to search it out. It always starts with you heard it here, you heard it there, then you start hearing it more, then you see it here. Then you meet <laughs> a nigga at work that just came back from like, and then it comes around where it's like, yo, the opportunity's there. You want to go? That's Ooh. a fact. Yeah. And you go. Yeah. There ain't no need to Jump right search in. it out unless yeah. you, unless you at that point where I was at. It was rock mm-hmm. bottom. I didn't have no other resource. Man, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So That's I was true. like, yo, I gotta go do this, but. Y'all don't want to have the accountability in your lives right now mm. to live better Let's right now. Mm. You can make changes right now. Stop smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, hey, yeah. listen. Stop smoking weed, right? Like, <laughs> no, but, like, but like, but like. Nah, but it's true though. No, for real. Nah, you're right though. You're right. Niggas, niggas that have financial problems and still be smoking. Yo, and, and, and with the way weed costs today, I'd I be like, I'd be like, yo, bro. You just smoked your rent in the last year. What are you talking about? Yo, <laughs> yo, that's one thing I've always said, man. Yeah, like, I'm stressed. Yo, I need another one. He said, yo, yeah. what, what, what can Williams say? I'm, I've been dying to light those candles up. <laughs> your lights is off and all that shit. Yeah, but you're right, though. You're absolutely right. People do that, that vice, man. Mm-hmm. They take that shit too overboard. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one thing that y'all should people really learn how to control, man. Like, yeah. I would never, like, I say this always, like, when that shit starts kicking into my 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 bills and all that, mm-hmm. time yeah. to stop, man. Facts. 
<laughs> it's time to stop, man. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I, that that shit I don't play with, man. Like, got to keep my shit. Got extra. Boom. Yeah. But once that shit's happened. Mm-hmm. But it's true, though. Like, um, going with you said with the, um, the little changes. The little changes is what really makes you 100%. different, yeah. bro. Like, Yo, you, uh, it, it, there's so many little changes that you can make right now yeah. that will make a drastic difference. Monitor the shit you eat. Right? Stop eating garbage. Yeah. Work out. You feel like <laughs> shit because you eat shit. Yeah. Right, yeah. So stop eating shit. Yeah. Move your fucking body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go work out. Go run around the block. Move your body. Stagnant energy is yeah. real. Yeah, facts. And you have to move your body to get that shit moving or else it develops into physical illness. Move your body. Yeah. Don't drink alcohol or monitor the alcohol usage. Yeah. Monitor the fucking amount of weed you intake. Don't smoke sick. It's simple shit. Yeah, yeah. Pick up a book. Get your mind strong. Saying like 10 pages a day. Commit to that. Yo, you know what's so crazy is that people be so addicted to noise. You ever seen that? To noise? You never <laughs> noise. We in, the, yeah. we in the city, bro. I think no, that. just period, uh, right? Yeah. Niggas wake up. You either grab your phone and you start scrolling. That's a fact. Or you turn on the TV, or you turn on the radio. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you mean, yeah. You need noise. Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> you get in the car, yeah. turn on the radio. I see what you mean, yeah, yeah, you're right. right? To sit with yourself is crazy. <laughs> nah, nah. I, you no, no, no. <laughs> no, but, no, but listen, let me tell you. <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, though, like, when, when, my, when my daughter tells me, oh, put the music, I'm like, let's have a quiet ride. Like, I love doing that. Yeah. Quiet ride. To, to really just look and just think, just whatever but shit. But you know what's crazy? We always do that shit when we stressed. Yeah. That is That's true. The only time. That is a true. Stressed, yeah. A nigga stressed out. A nigga stressed out. You drive to California with no radio. Like, yeah. Yo, I always man. thinking all that shit. Like, <laughs> thinking about all the negative shit. He's not lying. Come on, He's not lying. Yo, He's no, definitely not lying. But it's true. It is. It is. It's true. To, it's good to fucking mm-hmm. um just be in your own self, in your own space, man. Like you don't always need the noise. I mean, and, and if and like I said, just switch it up, B. Just mm, switch it up. That's true. Yo, and listen, man, I'm a big fucking uh, my my era of hip hop was gang bang, gangster <laughs> shit, Styles P, niggas like Yo. toxic <laughs> shit for your brain. <laughs> toxic. And, and and I still love it. And look at him but, now. But but, <laughs> yeah. but jump in your car, nigga. Listen to Audible. Throw a book mm-hmm. on. Like, Yo, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm not a reader. Me neither. Probably read like 10 books in my life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, neither. He be getting on me too with that yeah, shit. Like, but the nah, so shit? Yeah. I, I, I be crushing books. So I got to. Nah, nah, it's funny. Nah, nah, but right, but it's funny how you say that though, right? Because cause, <laughs> cause you do real estate, right? So, and you also have said that you can't master your craft without investing in, in education. Mm. Yeah. So like, when did that like switch come about and you got you, like, got you in, into real estate and to just learning anything? Like with the healing and well, entrepreneurship, yeah, right? entrepreneurship. Well, that that was my wife, honestly. Mm, really? Oh shit! Yeah. Um, Damn, have a, behind every great man is a that's a, that's a strong woman. Yo. <laughs> yeah, we not together no more, but I give her her flowers every. I'll commend the views for doing that. Any bro. opportunity yeah. that I can, um, she, bro, she did so much for my life and is a huge part of man that i am today um professionally mentally spiritually so much of it she taught me so much about life in general a lot of men wouldn't even uh, uh, wouldn't even fucking admit that shit bro like she my rock to this day like we we not together but 
she know what it is. Like, she yeah. ride out for her. I don't give, like, she go marry another nigga. I'll be like, yo, you good, bro? Mm-hmm. Yo, so you suck. Nah, but listen, when, when, when your life drastically changes for something like that, somebody like that, like, you know, uh, how, how much you owe them, you know, obviously what you are today, yeah. like you're saying, right? So you got to be grateful for that. Yeah, not the entrepreneurship. Um, you know, I had a really good job working in the hospital. I had worked up from from being uh, a housekeeper. I did mad shit in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I was a housekeeper. Um, I did instrument sterilization for the OR. Uh, I did certified for that. Yeah. Man, he, he works in the hospital. He's le- he, 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 he <laughs> relates <that>. this. <laughs> I did that. I did um, medical billing and coding. Damn, nigga. I did, did mad shit. Hey, listen. I mean, that's the early renaissance. I mean, that's what's up because that's the same way I went. I went from security officer to locksmith. Now I'm an engineer back to being a lead locksmith yeah. in the same hospital. Yeah. I, did, so I respect and I, that. And I worked in wild, like, probably like six hospitals and stuff. I was always like. Mm. And my family's deeply rooted in that shit. I was like on some mafia shit. So every time <laughs> I needed a job, like, I always had some plug, like, yo, get me in, you know what I'm saying? But um, my, my, my final job um, was super stressful, super, like, overwhelming. And I used to put in wild hours. And um, I was the director of orthopedics. Columbia Presbyterian. Get the fuck, fuck out of here, John. What the <laughs> fuck, son? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this fucking guy, son. <laughs> you the man, son. For real, son. That's tough. So I had a, um, one day my wife was, yo, we was in bed watching Million Dollar Listen. And my wife was like, yo, you should do real estate, bro. Hmm. And people person, people person, like you can, you can kill that shit. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> fuck with it. And at the time, I thought it was gonna be like a part time, like I was just gonna do it on the side, and get my own bread. And um, crazy how that worked out. I took the first job, shit, I didn't know. I took the course, I failed the, I failed the test twice. Hmm. So. I had met this lady. She's my, I call her my real estate fairy godmother. Shout out to Helen, man. I love mm-hmm. that lady with my soul. Um, I met her at a, they were hosting like a career night for a company. I had met her there and I was like one of the only people that had like a real job. Yeah. You know, everybody else was either young and trying to just get into real estate or whatever. So I kind of like looked at it on some ego shit. Like, ah, I don't really need this, but whatever. Nonetheless, I connected with her. She would always follow up. Yeah. She was like, yo, how you doing? How's my license? Whatever. And um, when I failed, my ego was through the roof. I didn't want to tell her that I failed. So I just started ducking her. Like, I would never pick up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm so fast forward a little while later, I end up having this crazy accident in Jamaica. And I fractured five vertebrae. I broke three ribs. I'm fucked up. I'm bedridden, so she happens to call me while I'm in the bed, and <coughs> yo, God bless her soul, man, because I was like on when I'm in pain, I'm fucked up, so I'm like, yo, yo, listen, B, like, <laughs> I, I failed, I'm not, he I'm finally <laughs> <laughs> I was like, 
Like, yo, I failed. I'm not. I'm not taking that shit. I'm not. I'm not doing it. You know what I mean, just leave me alone. And he's like, all right, yo, you gotta heal up. You know, I check back in with you. <laughs> so the following day, she sent me this video on YouTube. This dude called Miracle Man. And he had some crazy accident in like a small airplane. And he was like up in the mountains, paralyzed, and he survived and all this shit, all this wild shit with his life. She had sent me that. And she's like, yo, you know, trying to give you some inspiration, whatever. And a couple of days later, she hit me. She's like, yo, um, suggestion. You ain't going nowhere. You're in the bed. Mm, she got you there. You should take that course again. I was like, all right. So I took the course again. And then while I was healing and recovering from my injury, my job, shit did me dirty. And I didn't even know. Like, it started with, like, in the beginning, like, hey, you all right? Damn, man, that's bad, bro. You all right? And then, like, it would be like, Hey, how's the healing coming, man? So what's the treatment plan looking like? Like, how long? <laughs> how long? Yeah. 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 <coughs> and then the calls would start being like, hey, so... Uh, when you coming back? What do you think? Another <laughs> month? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no the liability starts kicking and in. Then, and then by the time I came back, they basically had, like, my replacement there already. Wow. wow. Yeah. So, um... I was doing real estate, like, part-time in the beginning. Um, I would go show cribs after work, go show cribs on my lunch break every weekend, like, just learning the game on a part-time level. And then maybe six months in, my job, um, they didn't dead me, but they did. They said, because I was management, you know, I'm a hospital manager at the union, all that shit. Mm. It was like, yo, we, we have a new management company. And uh, oh, they got it. Like, and it was like, so if you want, you can interview with them. And I was like, what? Interview for the job I already got? See, racks, right? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, yo. That's exactly like, what happened. What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, so you tell me, like, somebody else gonna come in here and do it? And I built this shit. I like, built this shit brick by brick. By no, brick. no. I, <laughs> I, in, in reality, we did because... It was it was their first offices in Westchester. Columbia mm. Presbyterian was always okay. in the Heights. True. And I opened up the first office in Tarrytown um, and in Bronxville. Those were the first two mm. offices ever in Westchester. Mm. So I was like, "Fuck you!" And interview flight. Yeah, I yeah. I know the ins and outs of this backhand. I mean, back to front. Like, yeah. So does. So oh boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. You know, that, that was kind of doing the shit while I was out. And probably getting less than you and all that. Like, yeah. definitely, yeah. So. Went back to the crib, spoke to the wife. I'm like, yo, like, you know, let's see what you think. And, um, you know, I ended up interviewing anyway. And they ended up giving me some crazy offer. And I was like, fuck that. So I guess I'm going to do real estate full time. And I just started doing it full time. But to answer your question, I know it's a long-winded answer. <laughs> but to answer your question about investing, from day one, um, I didn't have much confidence in myself to, like, really so um, I was always looking for, like, a mentor or somebody. So from my first year in the game, I had invested in coaching. I got a real estate coach to, to teach me. And they was like, yo, you know, I could just email you, you know, 
there's extra money, extra commission up front, for the coaching. And I was like, I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> give me the game. And then after that, I always, like, probably, like, since the eighth grade, I really went to every game that they had. I probably spent mm-hmm. more money in Triple Thousand. Jeez, <laughs> for real. But that's all for game. Yeah. That's all for game. Yeah, well. I mean, in the, uh, the way that I've been seeing it, too, is I'm, you had a lot, a lot of listings, man. A lot of places that you actually could put out there too. Yeah, I don't even, and I'm not saying this like as a flex or like arrogant. You know, it's like <laughs> more than half of the shit I've done, I just put that shit on there. Like, mm-hmm. I got tired of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yo, I'm I'm which one that one? I'm not gonna lie, bro. Like, I'm definitely which one that. I just put up whatever I put up now. Like, whatever. I got tired of no, nah, I got tired of it because um, the more I started like learning about marketing and I started like taking classes and shit for it. The more I started to realize, especially like social media marketing, they were like, yo, like, you know, people either want to be entertained, they want to be caught, or I forget what the third Admi- one is. Ad- admired. Yeah, something like that. Like, as far as like the content that you put out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you putting up a sign that's like a post that says, I just sold this house. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> 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 How do you do it? How do you do it? It's so, it's so, it's so cringe, bro. Nah, <laughs> I mean, now that you mentioned that, right, as I was doing my search on, on your gram, right, as I was going, the way you mentioned that is true because you transitioned from doing that and the whole check out this 94th Street, whatever, 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 to the whole, did you know yeah. that with da 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 that 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 that's when I did the yo di- like this is like a literally a page change yeah, like yeah. turn. So is and that I, is I, that I, the difference? Sorry, but is that the difference between a uh, real estate agent and a real estate coach? Nah, nah. Um, I didn't start coaching until like like being an actual coach for other realtors, probably like two years ago. Okay. But I intentionally like a lot of times people go and they like archive all the old shit. I intention for one, I don't want to do it. I'm lazy to go and fucking do that. <laughs> 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 also, like, you know, it makes you more relatable. Yeah. I tell True. people all the time, like, yo, you scared to make a video? Go look at the first video I ever put out and tell me <laughs> what the fuck you think of that shit. That shit looks horrific. Nasty work. Like start somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And to go Dead from eyes. to go from that to you know, I've spoke on stages at thousand people, nine hundred people, you know what I'm saying? In Boston and Denver and I wanna ask how you got into motivational you know. speaking though though. Real estate. I don't do motivational He does no. real estate. Because <laughs> 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 no, you, you have that you have that on your uh, on your thing, motivational. Uh, I uh-huh. just I just um <laughs> 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 nah, 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 you inspired to aspire. Well your 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 posts do inspire people. <laughs> aspire people. <laughs> I just I like I don't never wanna make it about me, bro. Like, I always just try to be, like, super transparent and make myself relatable, right? Like, you know, in 2022, um, my team was in the top 1% in the nation Mm. in sales. They were in the top half percent in New York. And um Oh drop a ball for that. Hold on, bro. Like drop <laughs> ball for that shit, bro. Like shit. Shout out. <laughs> I was I was realtor of the year that year in twenty twenty two. What were the 
and I made the most money in my life. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely most money. And you know what else happened? IRS ran down on me that year. Oh, oh god <laughs> damn. Oh. Heavy. Heavy. Were you paying taxes? Um it's a mixture of things. It was back in 2013, 2014, I was still doing cheap shit. I was doing dumb shit, and you know the IRS ain't stupid. Yeah, so word. When you start getting to the money, mm, they gotta come right, b- right back. That's when they spin the block. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got it now. Word. Yup. Remember us? Yeah. <laughs> so they came around. You spent like ten dependents and all the extra shit, right? I used to do taxes. <laughs> I used to do taxes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> types of wicked shit. <laughs> and, then, and then I was even so stupid oh that I just thought like, yo, if I don't file, they'll never know. They'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wouldn't file. <laughs> 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 no, listen, yo, no. Yeah, I'll be I, thinking like that sometimes. So I'll be like, nah, if I don't file, they won't know. But And nah, honestly, I mean, it. that's the thoughts that we be having sometimes. <laughs> like, yo, fuck it. Out of, sli- out of sight, out of mind. Yo. Right, right. They got to find <laughs> me. Catch me. Leonardo DiCaprio, catch me if you can, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like they'll never know. So here I am, a, a law-abiding citizen. I'm paying my taxes. I'm mm. doing what I gotta do, and they seeing how much bread I'm making, and that's when um, and it was real. Like they ran down. Like they they served me with a like a tax warrant. Um, and this is like all the way transparent. Like yeah, niggas be lying out here, but <laughs> um, I got indicted. Whoa. Fraud, um, fucking in and out of court for almost a year and a half. Wow, shit cost me, you know, restitution, back taxes, interest, penalties, fees, hmm. all the fucking things you think of. Like they threw everything at you. Yeah, like a little under half a million dollars. Wow, and um, you know, a lot of it was from old shit, and then a lot of it was. Ignorance, right? There's this dude named um, Alex Hormozzi. He's a huge um, business influence. Like he's like Tony influence. So he be giving out game, and his game is fire. So yeah, yeah, I'm my brother. He's on it, but he he always talked about something in entrepreneurship called the ignorance debt. It's a debt that you have to pay that you're not knowing. Okay. So he does that with everything, like in life or in business ignorance debt like so you want to be a real estate agent you come into it with a full deadline like yeah. not knowing shit you learn you level up you get to a new level it's a new level yeah, of new leveling <laughs> you have to pay down yeah we're you know <laughs> and you pay that down by learning mm-hmm. and through experience so you know i had a lot of ignorance debt and then business as successful as i was there was a lot of shit i didn't know about money and taxes and how to move shit around and so on. So, again, the optics from the outside, I still got the thing on my page, the video, me at the awards, and oh! <laughs> 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 Behind the scene, I was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. But then, like, a couple months later, <coughs> I made a video about it. And then I started realizing, like, um, the facade or, you know, the... the Vanity matrix that comes along with with 
success, period. Yep. It's bullshit. Yep. And yeah, it really is. I just wanted to keep it real and just start telling people what it's really about. So the coaching came or the change you saw on my page was me like, me telling niggas that I sold an $800 million house, $2 million house is not doing nothing for nobody. That's it, no, you ain't lying. Yeah. You're not lying. But if I tell people, yo, did you know that when you go to get a pre-approval for a mortgage, they pre-approve you based on your gross income and not your mm -hmm. net income? Mm -hmm. Just be like, what? Yeah. That's a whole game. <laughs> yeah. Like, did you know X? For free. Did you know this? Did you know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I made it a point to like, all of the things that I didn't know before I got into it, I was like, I'm going to make that type of content. Plugging your pod. Oh, connected with John Rios. It's not out yet. It's not out right now. Um, you know, when I first started doing the pod, it was like, it was A, to grow my brand, B, to have more content, C, it was fun. I just enjoyed it. Um, but when I started to really look at the business side of it and realize, like, what I could really do with it, I was like, nah, I got to take this more seriously. So this second season, like, I went in, like, as far as production, like, the set is crazy. Um, I, I, I seen those, the, the setups and you had The cameras are crazy. The lights are ill. And um, just got real more serious with it, you know, obviously signed with our podcast network. Um, and I'm just being real strategic with putting it out. I haven't put it out yet. First of all, I wanted to be able to drop consistently as it, yeah, the two businesses that I run, three business, yeah, three three jobs. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it, I didn't want to, I didn't want to like falter like I did last time. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Let me get like six, seven episodes in the tuck, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then I could run the way I want to and have, have it, a little breathing have it room. Look the way I want it to look. Yeah. So yeah, it's connected, connected podcast, connected with John Rios. It'll be back few weeks but just talking about entrepreneurship man talking about entrepreneurship you know god has blessed me with connecting me with some of the dopest people that i could have ever imagined Word. and because of that that has gotten me into rooms that i who i am i shouldn't have quote unquote been in right right so i always wanted to just highlight like the power of networking the power of knowing the right people and just highlight some dope people that I know, give them as big of or small of a platform as I have to show people like, yo, this mm -hmm. is my guy that does this. <laughs> right, right, right. Which is aspirational too, mm -hmm. man. Like Very just to seeing that, like, damn, regular Joe Schmo's doing these type of things, right? And giving that message out there, which mm -hmm. is fucking fire. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, like on a personal level, like, yo, people hit me for everything. Yeah. And I love that. Because yeah. I know so many people. Like, yo, John, you know somebody that does this? Yo, you know somebody that that? Yeah, I got you. So I wanted to, and I would tell people like all the time, like, yo, my Rolodex is yours. I know you don't know the Rolodex. That's like. Yeah, we're going to have to bring up a picture or something. <laughs> 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 a Rolodex is the shit that you see on the desk um, in offices that have everybody's information in it. That you uh, it's like a letter, like A yeah. to yeah. Z, and it, like you would, back in the day, before uh -huh. you had a phone to write down people's <laughs> you information, had you, had, you had to write it down. Like, uh, yo. Put it on the Rolodex. Oh, so, yeah, so I just try to like tell people, like, you know, my Rolodex is yours. I, if I could plug you with anybody, 
So now it's just taking that from a verbal conversation to putting it on camera and letting people nice. know some of these dope ass people. That's so fire. Nah, that, that that's mm-hmm. dope. And, and even with the podcast, it's true, man. You start meeting so many different people. You, the connection is is, is dope. With conversations oh, like this, just to kick game and all that, man. Yeah, like yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's so fire. <coughs> you know what I mean, so e- e- even with that said, right? Like even the closing uh, statement, like if you could say one, if you could say some aspirational or inspirational words, what would they be? Um, I would say be yourself, always be yourself, um, because that's your superpower, you know, can nobody do it like you, you know, like, uh, one of my favorite lines from Nas, and I have it on my page, is, um, no idea is original, there's nothing new under the sun, that's mm. another, mm. Mm. It's, how it, it's how it's done, you know mm. what I'm saying, and, and, that's the truth. Like you could, you could s- mimic somebody else's whatever, but you always gonna put your own spice on it, your own sasong, and make yeah. it yours. So, Back. you know, be yourself, be you, give yourself grace, and um, and be patient, man. Like whatever it is, and also this material shit ain't mean nothing. Yeah, that's it. Facts. Whoa, there you <laughs> go, man. Drop a ball for that, man. So listen, y'all. That's it, man. Peace, bless, love. You already know my slogan. Give thanks to that man above. Mm-hmm. Live, love, prosper, y'all. Peace. 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 Yeah. So far. Huh?